0: Welcome to Shortcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast, We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of pins about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Evgeny.
1: I am still Argent. That hasn't changed because my spiritual integrity is the same.
0: <laughs> yep. Oohs. I don't think we're getting spiritual integrity questions in this one, but, uh, oh, baby. Uh,
1: They're
0: always there in the spiritual realm. That's right. Uh, also joining us is Jesse.
2: Hello, I'm Lady Lameness. And lastly, we have Veronica. Hello, I am Cheyenne Sedai.
0: And I'm Cass. So here we have some show and tell.
2: So my brother uh, made me a request recently to make a crocheted octopus because he has got this little Dalek thing. It's like this big and it's got a space in the middle and he wants to put an octopus in it. Unfortunately, all of the octopus patterns that I have are too small and and they're like this big and the space is like this big. So I tried to make something bigger and uh, it it was just a a little bit bigger than the space intended. I think if he tries, he can like wedge the head in and like have all of the legs like going out. But uh, this is the octopus I crocheted my brother recently. And then I crocheted Mm. another one that was meant to be smaller but turned out to be bigger and uh this one's Eric's. <laughs>
0: yeah. His name's Carl. You
1: his name's
2: Carl. Carl. He goes bloop, 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 bloop,
1: bloop, How, how so are you cute. not gonna name an octopus like Octavius or Octavius? Dude, or I have lizard. no idea how to
0: name pets in my in my <laughs> life. Uh just as like you need to name name him. I'm like, ah. Uh, blah blah, blah. So i went with carl yeah
2: because he because <laughs> he's your octopus but yeah, yeah this was my brother i'm just gonna give uh my brother this one and then like one of the old smaller ones i have and be like here you go, there you go. <laughs> Do go. what you want but uh this one's got like great dangly legs that yeah were a pain to make but yeah, yes so. they look really That's cool show I tell. they're adorable i haven't crocheted in quite a long time so, naturally, I went out and bought, like, you know, that, some of the hardest yarn to work with to make this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, I couldn't see That's any of so my good. stitches. I did it all by feel. It sucked. Not a fan. But they're really, like, nice and cute and cuddly. They, they are. like, so, so soft. So it's very soft.
0: All right. So, today, we're going to continue <laughs> talking about Words of Brandon. Uh, and we will do more Words of Brandon from the spoiler Q&A. But... Uh, I wanted to start so you didn't have to wait with the somewhat clickbaity title of movie <laughs> news. Uh, and so we'll just talk about that because Brandon did a stream uh, for an R Books AMA. Uh, and not everything is transcribed, at least currently as we're <laughs> recording. It's a little weird, but I'll give you the skinny on the movie news. Uh, Born* movie 2026. No, that's not what he said. That is not what he said. <laughs> So there is not actually a deal greenlit, but what Brandon was saying, well first of all he did say Stormlight 5 is almost assuredly uh, 2024. Uh and he's not he's behind less because of the secret projects, which is what people would expect, but more because this was the year that Hollywood came calling a lot. And he said he had he has had meetings with every streaming service. Okay. Uh and he just talked about a meeting that he had with Netflix. Uh and he was saying, "Yeah, I'm probably one of the the biggest authors that do- doesn't have an adaptation." Uh so yeah. So he's he's had just so so very many meetings uh about things and he's yep. hoping they bear fruit. Yep. Um and and didn't he also say that hollywood doesn't know what to do with someone yeah. who doesn't want yeah. their money mm-hmm. yeah
2: exactly <laughs> yeah like he also said during the ama that um if there is so he was asked about what would happen if uh he had a tv show deal for stormlight and it surpassed the books and he was saying well if there's Actually, no, he said when there is a story, like, Yeah, he did say my, that he, was sure, know, so, yeah. movie, uh, he wants to be incredibly involved in it like really, really involved so that if it gets to the point where it does surpass the books that's not a problem because he's basically like central to the whole deal anyway um, and if it's not set up like that he would probably only do, say, you can have the rights to Stormlights one through five and nothing more until I'm ready to give them out. Like, he's just got so much bargaining power. Yeah. Because, and and like, he doesn't have to compromise on what he wants and he wants to be very involved.
3: Yeah. And I think that's what's going on right now with the Percy Jackson adaptations that's precedent for this because Rick Riordan is. Basically, working a nine to five job with that, and he is incredibly present in every part of the process. And I feel like that's exactly what Brandon wants to do.
0: Yeah, I, I, par, part of me is worried because like if he does this, then it's like then we get less books, right? Because if he's mm. so busy with that. but uh, at the same time, having a good adaptation leads to a lot of fans buying things. Like Brandon was saying yeah. how Lee Bardugo, who uh, had the Shadow and Bone adaptation on Netflix, outsold brandon last year i think it was yes. uh and brandon was outsold like oh, everyone
3: yeah yeah and yeah. yeah brandon and neil gaiman and all yeah. the other people and, and, at the and top. I,
0: I love shadow and bone so like if there's something was really good like that 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 would lead to a crap load of sales and like publicity <laughs> so like having a good adaptation definitely matters uh i feel like So, like, you obviously don't want a bad one, so it's hard for me to say, oh, Brandon, don't be involved as much, but, you know, he's a writing machine. I'm sure he'll make something work out.
2: Um, And Brandon's also very aware of, like, where his skill set is. And, like, one of the things he was saying is, like, he's trying to build up knowledge and skills in the area of things like screenwriting and that at the moment with the misborn stuff he's doing so that when it gets to the point of actually doing an adaptation, like, He wants to be involved, but he doesn't want to be involved with ignorance of how things work and try and make decisions over people who have the experience and know what might actually be better. So he's trying to also just get a better understanding of the industry at the moment.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's cool news, uh, but yeah, apparently people were calling in a big way before the Kickstarter and then after the Kickstarter, calling even more, So which does yeah. check out uh he did want to get noticed by hollywood but also he's like i don't know i'm i'm set for money what are you what are you gonna give me uh,
4: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and i was joking uh that you know when you already have an evil villain layer like what hollywood money can even what was that even gonna do for you you know because i think uh something that people don't really realize is that it's really the adaptations and the options rights that really make an author able to be actually go pro, generally. Uh, at least in the traditional yeah. publishing uh, situation. Like Especially
3: that, early on in their career. Like, the advances
0: are not very high, <laughs> so is what I'm saying for traditional publishing. And so if you write a book a year, it's like, wow, I got a five to $10,000 advance. Wow. Crazy. It's
2: not exactly he, full-time. It's like, Brandon's talked about when he was Starting, he i think he said for a lintress he got a ten thousand dollar advance and yeah. like that and that was good isn't all that yeah, yeah. like that, that was, was good. good at the time like that was really good for him at the time but like that's not how authors like sustain themselves yeah. um as authors yeah, like it's just the, not
0: possible and the the options and the translation rights and things like you can that, that's how you get the money
3: yeah. And like, if anyone was interested, um, I think another Cosmere podcast did an interview with uh, a director who's a huge fan, Sanderson fan. And he has some really interesting like concepts for uh, a Mistborn adaptation. I linked that in the events and streams. We'll put it uh, in the channel, description. The uh, it was the mm-hmm. Sanderson
0: yeah. Institute yeah. of Cosmere Studies. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, I really like Ellen's concept for a Mistborn adaptation. So,
0: yeah. Who knows? I want to do an episode on adaptation sometime. And with this, it's like, okay, maybe we should do that sometime soon. But at the same time, I don't really know, like, what an adaptation would look like, right? (laughs) Like, that is not really our skill set.
3: Yeah. And, like, without being able to production stock and without having things greenlit and without having people attached to the project, it's really hard to speculate. Because, like, right now for something like The Wheel of Time, and, like, even before the first season had come out, You had people attached, you had actors, you had sets that you could, again, production stock, like what series did. And so you kind of had an idea to build theories on. Here we have nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing is greenlit, or even necessarily optioned. Like, I don't think a deal is penned at all. Uh, But maybe there will be, soon. Definitely makes sense. You... If you're doing multi-million-dollar big deals, it's like, okay, we're going to have quite a lot of meetings to hash out details here and see which one's the best. But yeah. I just like the name dropping of, oh, every streaming service. Oh, yeah, I bet with Netflix, you know, as you do. Oh, okay.
1: And, and it's not just every streaming service. It is every like big producer or production company in mm. Hollywood, like I assume like Universal and 20th Century Fox and the others that I don't know. Yeah. Well,
3: Johnny Sensory Fox is Disney now, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, look, I, I can't keep up with the mouse. The mouse is
0: <laughs> too
1: much. A lot of, a lot a lot of things.
2: Don't worry, in 20 years it will be Disney and we won't have to try and remember these. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You can only sell things to Disney and that's it. Oh yeah. boy. Visual, visual <laughs>
1: media is going to be Disney and, and audio media is going to be, I don't know who's consolidating
0: there. And it turns to Disney plus, plus, plus. <laughs> so that's everything.
1: Square root, square root of Disney yeah um, <laughs> well I, think, I am yeah i am cautiously optimistic about this whole adaptation thing. like obviously there is a lot of trepidation uh that we as fans um experience yes. and and I'd, I'd wager brandon gets quite a bit more than that because as much as as much as we love these books we probably don't love them as much as the person who like comes up yeah. with all of this stuff. So the fact that Brandon is seriously gunning for not just an adaptation, but specifically an adaptation that he has a lot of creative control over uh, makes makes me at least cautiously optimistic that whatever it is that we get, whenever it is that we get it, is going to be, if not like the next Lord of the Rings or whatever, it's at least going to be something that we are, okay with that it's brandon likes like,
0: yeah that he's like yeah okay some things were pretty difficult to adapt but i'm generally very pleased with the product and if like if it's yeah. like that uh and granted i don't know how lee bardugo went with shadow and bone and things but like they they did change things and i i've heard that they changed she some Seems things to be and I'm really like,
3: happy with it from I, what i've seen mad. yeah she made a cameo even so yeah how did she <laughs> yeah yeah, and I know she, she executive is. produced I it. I forget what oh.
2: episode it is, but she's yeah. there. As they a changed that a lot. They added in a storyline that isn't in any of her books, and introduced characters to the story that are in a completely like separate side series in the same universe. So they they did they did some very uh, bold changes of that, and it worked out really well for them. They
0: changed the ethnicity of the main character too and it it, it worked really well. Go check out Shadow mm-hmm. Bunch. I I I really enjoyed it. It's definitely more YA mm-hmm. though. So just be aware. I I can imagine Brandon wants to see things on the big screen because who wouldn't, right? If you're an author, it's like, dude, I have a massive Hollywood movie. Like that's pretty that's pretty cool, right? Uh especially mm-hmm. because like that just really Means you're much more in the pop culture mainstream rather than like because books are not all that popular, all things considered, until you have an adaptation, right? Un- unless, unless you're Harry Potter, right? But I mean, the movies certainly help with that as well.
2: To, really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the movies definitely like skyrocketed that, past yeah. where it was, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so I mean, we'll we'll see. I, I hope. If Brandon has to wait 10 years for a great deal and a great production company, I think he will do that. But he seems pretty positive currently. So I imagine he has some pretty good deals, maybe, or offers, perhaps. Anyway, maybe we got to do that sometime. But uh, that was really the main thing from the Rbooks AMA. That was like really exciting. Like, I wouldn't say a lot of the questions were super exciting. He had some good questions on religion and good answers there. Uh, you can go check that out. Um, I can link that in the description as well. Breaking news. (laughs) Oh, that's exactly what I wanted. Hey, guys. We're coming in from the future with actual breaking news. Uh, Thanks, guys, for that. That was good.
5: The future that is also the
0: past. (laughs) The future that is also the past. Yeah, we recorded this WAB episode like a while ago, but then there was uh, a non-spoiler stream, the August non-spoiler stream, but it was a really good non-spoiler stream. Like, this quality. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there is even more movie news, so I'm just plopping this in here right at the beginning for more movie stuff. Because what did Brandon say? Brandon said he would be shocked if they were not on set this time next year. Okay, I got this. This this is happening here. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: whoo! That is. I think we all thought we had more time. I, I, had a I did not think we had yeah. more
0: time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like next and year. Uh.
3: To be
5: clear, nothing is confirmed yet, nothing but there has been heavy wink, wink, nudge, nudge implications being made. That I'm like, mm-hmm. I'd be more surprised if there wasn't. An announcement very soon than if there was. And,
0: and he said mm-hmm. like in the next few months you'll you'll probably yep. hear something. Uh mm-hmm. and, and he he was yeah. like talking about how like options worked and basically the the meetings he has, uh, they're not just optioning to maybe make something in five years. They're like, no, we'll bribe the rights and we'll we'll like get on this right now. Uh mm-hmm. so and that
6: is yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. And they're coming to him with like prepared teams pitching things, which is the inverse of how it has worked <laughs> and generally works over the years where Brandon is like, don't you guys want to make my movie? And now they're like, hi, here's everyone who would like to make
0: your hey, movie. Yeah. Here are our ideas. Can here's we buy how you can movie? be involved so that we specifically yeah. appeal to you because I think we'll make a lot of money. I'm like, okay.
5: <laughs> yeah. Aww. And Brandon definitely has his negotiation points because like he does he want does- a fair amount of control and veto power yeah. to like make sure mm-hmm. it the, whatever adaptations get made don't betray the source material too much. Yeah.
3: And about that point, like Brandon understands adaptations need adaptation. That's why they are called adaptations. And so Ooh. even in his own treatment for Mistborn, for example... Mm-hmm he's changed a lot of things and so mm-hmm. w- brandon wanting control and brandon wanting input does not mean that stations are gonna be line for line the books individual no, they're not they they, no, they are rich. just not
0: going to be they're not going to be uh there will be changes uh one one part later in the stream he was talking about an emperor's soul movie like, It Mm -hmm. seems like he's like, ah, yeah, you know, after maybe Mistborn and Stormlight. So I feel like the pitches he's gotten have been for Mistborn and Stormlight because those are the most popular things. Uh, That makes sense. I'd be surprised
6: to see like a strong Elantra's pitch where they're like, this is where we're starting, you know? Yeah,
0: I I, I don't think they're going to do that. But Brandon was saying Emperor's Soul, an Emperor's Soul film would not be... Just like in a room. there The cast would be bigger. It would be in multiple locations. He would still want the same essence of it, but it would be a much more cinematic experience. And so he said, Emperor's Soul, he would adapt the most.
5: Yeah. And like, he's talked about an Emperor's Soul movie mm-hmm. before, like oh, yeah. many mm-hmm. years ago, back yeah. when DMG had all the rights to the Cosmere. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, like, Shy might need to go, like... On location and do research about Ashravan to get part of the stamp right. Like sure. that sort of thing. Makes it a more dynamic and interesting movie rather than just sitting in a room, which is what the book is.
0: You you, you have to adapt the material to go for the medium. Otherwise, it's bad. Like okay. it's just,
2: yeah,
6: They could save a lot of money on set costs building exactly... One
0: room and several hallways, though. Just I mean, saying. He, you can make a movie very good in a single room, like Twelve Angry Men. It, it's in a room, right? There's uh, that one where that guy was in the coffin for the whole movie. That was a that was an okay movie. I can't remember <laughs> <one> that one. <laughs> uh, so, like, it, it's not impossible, but like, Brandon really likes cinematic things, obviously, yeah. with his fight scenes and stuff, right? Like, he mm-hmm. he does love that stuff and is heavily influenced by film and things yeah
6: and I think that if there was too faithful of an impersonal adaptation it might not do a good job showing what the general Brandon brand is like you know like it is is a little bit on its own kind of kind of the way that story is written it's a little different from his other stuff
0: in a good way but yeah oh it's fantastic it's definitely different from the other ones I, I suppose that's Uh, jess would often say it's like "Mm, i don't know if you should like give emperor's soul as people's first brandon book just because it's like maybe not very indicative of what's happening Mm -hmm. which is fair but yeah i i I do think mistborn is the most likely thing like stormlight's so big uh Mm -hmm. and mistborn is just going to be easier to adapt like stormlight's so high risk right and brandon probably Mm -hmm. wants more experience before doing that yeah and
3: mistborn is the most popular outside of stormlight but that doesn't mean brandon confirmed a mistborn movie like people have been saying mistborn is not confirmed what adaptation it is that's it's right. It's just likely misborn. It is yeah. though, but it is not confirmed misborn. It is. It is not. That's that is not what Mistborn. the word
0: confirmed means. I do think it is most likely misborn. Yes. A misborn movie. It's movement. going to be Mistborn. I would agree. It, it, yeah, yeah. But it, it yeah. Just don't say hashtag misborn confirmed. It's not confirmed. That's not what that means.
6: Unless you're doing it for fun to confuse people, in which case carry on. Yeah, no. that's true.
0: <laughs> hashtag, Chana.
5: Uh and before it's like something like snapshot or first. Oh boy, your it's,
0: favorite. If it's snapshot,
6: I will be heartbroken. That uh, <laughs> would be a terrible yeah. thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait it, it, wouldn't that be so funny with the fandom either being like i'm hyped or terrified and then it's just snapshot and they're just like <laughs> it is just deflated and then it's just all bitterness, that like was, and there's no be, excitement <laughs> that would be the
6: meanest thing for him to spend the entire time talking about stormlight and Mistborn adaptations and it to be a a snapshot pitch it's that he's not gonna be
0: snapshot night. it's not well, gonna uh, be eric you now i've got a new fear no <laughs> There you go. Uh I there was a question asking whether like shooting on site for Stormlight if they'd be able to like have the budget to remove plants or if they'd need to, you know, compromise on that vision for Roshar. And Brandon's like, and eh, not with the budgets that they're throwing out, that'll be fine. <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. And right. So Brandon cited a couple of things as examples like of that budget. He said, Well, on site uh, shooting in Utah which is the inspiration for mm-hmm. the Shattered Plains. Uh, he said the volumes that Disney's using, like, for example, for the Star Wars shows and all those things, there are three of them built now in London, in LA, and in Vancouver. Yeah. So long yeah.
0: yeah. that helps. I don't even know what that um, is. That sounds
6: cool.
3: Uh, the huge, like, screens that they project things on, too. Uh, oh, yeah, I know nothing um, about that. Ginormous oh. LED screens <laughs> in a soundstage. Mm. So, they've so it's been not using just that like green screens, window. basically. No. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's much Probably more accurate the actors than not be like,
6: "Here I am, I'm floating yeah, at, the, North, exactly. at the North Pole."
5: You know, like
6: huh. yeah, mm-hmm. can,
5: the actors can see what's going on. Yeah, not just yeah and for like
3: metals and things, it's really mm. useful because getting the lighting right on metals on green screens is really hard. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that answer. With so, like, clearly, these are going to be high budget proposals that he's heard because he said no to all the low ones, you know. So, there you go. But he was saying Spren will be difficult for Stormlight uh, because Hmm. that will be expensive and also could potentially just look silly, which I I do think that is a reasonable concern. Well, that's yeah, that's why I've always like the animation these yeah. ideas yeah. i like, do you
6: think that it just inherently looks it's hard to make something that looks like a spren look like it fits with the world sometimes and they're so important yeah. that yeah. like they
0: need to be in there yeah but yeah but it could, but, it could come across looking bad but. yeah even with a giant budget you can't just like uh, well cgi spread it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. everything exploding all the time with spread like that maybe that's not the best idea
5: yeah because like humans very good at like determining what is real and what is not like
7: Mm. in
5: that sort of thing it's like spread is like (laughs) i just don't think you can like get across that border whereas like animation it's like all of it is removed from reality so it's like okay these things can fit together quite nicely Mm.
0: I just had a terrible idea that, like, they wouldn't do. But imagine a bad Stormlight film with bad 3D where, like, the spren are coming out of the screen. Oh. <laughs> just, sorry, I just Bro. had that vision and I needed to inflict that on all of you. I don't think that would happen, but uh, you're you're welcome for that image. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't made 3D illegal yet. It's just... Always- I mean, I... I <laughs> I think the only time I've enjoyed anything 3D is, like, the first Avatar movie. And huh. even then.
6: Or Spy uh, Kids 3D, of course. A classic.
0: <laughs> <but>.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Uh, are there any other movie things you want to talk about? There are a few other random tidbits from the non-spoiler stream that we'll, we'll cut in here as well, but... I think that it's
6: worth saying that I think we probably something that you covered on the law episode too, Mm -hmm. that Brandon has expressed interest, especially if he's worried about stormlight overtaking him and like being involved in like script writing and stuff. And has also said that he doesn't feel comfortable at like doing that yet. Like he hasn't built those skills yet to like maybe write an episode or something. So I think even though he talked about it in the context of, Oh, if the show were going to pass me, I, I still feel like he probably wants to write a couple Stormlight episodes, and he's probably not quite ready for that. And mm-hmm. he already has the bones of a Mistborn screenplay. Yeah. So I'm like, just you know, to me, it feels like mm-hmm. even if he's getting really good Stormlight pitches, it would make more sense to say yes to a Mistborn one first. But... It's less
0: risky, I feel like, yeah. than Stormlight. Because Stormlight's, I mean, that that's the whole thing with Way of Kings, right? You have to trust Brandon that it's going to be good, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. and. Going back to like him wanting power and influence, like like he did talk about- That doesn't um, sound
0: evil at all. <laughs> if Brandon wants power and influence in my uh, evil villain lair. <laughs>
5: he did mention like being interested in being a co-showrunner yeah. for any series.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah. Uh, other than and I do want to talk about this because there are a couple of other- Well, not a couple of other. One other author that is in this role for his adaptation, which is Rick Riordan. And he's yep. talked about it, like, essentially going back to a 9-to-5 job on set. Yes, he's writing, like, after 5, even when the, they're still filming. But it's com- it, it slowed down his writing a lot. Mm. And it's difficult uh, to adapt to. And it involves a lot more so
0: and you could imagine stormlight adaptation that's like a decade of work uh if you're a co show yes so that
3: that, so i think that's
0: probably the biggest downside and my concern
3: yeah
0: i just i kind of you know i don't i'm obviously not brandon's
6: best friend i don't know what he would do i feel like he his heart is still with the books and so he will like my impression would be that he would mm-hmm. choose writing more books over being more involved in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. think he'll be as involved as he yes. reasonably can be. But yeah. I think, like, if he's like, I want to be a co show writer, and they're like, Oh, okay. So you're going to be on set
5: X number of days a week. And he's like, Okay, maybe not. You know? Yeah. 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 He's going to do as much as he can without negatively impacting the yeah. books
0: mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he yeah. knows he's got to finish the Cosmere. And, like, there, there's no way that he's not he obviously cares a lot about the books but again a good adaptation does a lot for the fandom of just like popularity of the books like Mm -hmm. it just does Mm -hmm. right and if Mm -hmm. it's good then Mm -hmm. you who if you were Brandon wouldn't you want to be like ah this is a fantasy adaptation like like the original Lord of the Rings movies like wouldn't that be awesome like yeah of course that would be awesome (laughs) (laughs) That's yeah. the
6: level that you would like to be, and I could also see him being like, you know, what I would like to be very involved early on, and then once mm. I've got some confidence and I've kind of set the tone for this, then I could step back. So he could, yeah. I could see him being very involved mm. in a first season yeah. or a first film, and yeah. then like you know, building that team making sure that they're
0: they comfortable. know their stuff and they know Brandon's vision yeah. and stuff, and they they yeah, we, yeah.
6: Although yeah, if the first one flops, then
0: then that's it. Well, but. then we then we won't need to worry about it, right? Uh, yeah, and then and- you'll. Need to wait 15 years and Hollywood will try again, right? <laughs> or we'll get an animated adaptation. That's true. A bad adaptation is not the end of the world, guys. No, it's uh,
3: yeah. not. Like That's it's a good thing not.
0: to say. It's not. It's not. We've it had
3: not. two examples recently of a bad adaptation not being the end of the world. Yeah. Disney picked up both Percy Jackson and Aragon again after. Pretty terrible adaptations. Oh my God, that Aragon movie was so bad. And
0: I, like, like, around that time, I was in Aragon, and, like, that, that movie was bad. I remember, it really bad. Yeah. like, it, like talking with my dad, I'm like, the, 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 that, that was really bad.
6: <laughs> I was like, Safira looked bad. Like, it just all was, I was like, oh man, you guys really bad. didn't do
0: anything right, did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But uh, n- never saw the Percy Jackson movies, Uh, but did watch the pitch oh, okay. meetings, which are always very funny. Go watch Pitchman. Uh, yeah. It's a great channel.
6: Percy Jackson's 2 is the only film I've ever left during the film before. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is boring. I yeah, know. they do
3: say the second one is worse. I only watched
6: uh, the first. And, like, if it's quality. a film
3: on its own. If it were its own idea, it would be fine.
6: Oh. But they did the thing horrible. where they knew they were gonna, it was going to be bad. So they, like, wrapped up the whole story in the second one just in case they mm-hmm. got canceled. Yep. And I'm like, good job. Exactly. You
0: knew it was bad. You, you, yeah. Oof. So. I don't know. Yeah. We, we can hope it's good, uh, but you know, we on the shard and stuff. We are going to have our space be a space where things are not toxic uh, or too toxic, negative or too toxic, positive, right? And we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna have some nuanced discussion. And yes, things are gonna change. Like, come on uh we we can disagree on the scale of changes though that is fine but if you're like any change is bad i'm like i don't know what you i can do for you
6: yeah i have yeah, there's these wonderful audio books or graphic novels and you can listen to a 13-hour performance of exactly yeah. what happens in the books and yeah yeah
0: and like if the books don't change for a bad adaptation like no they don't like if 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 a mistborn film is like wow this feels really generic and bad I think, at worst, maybe I'll start visualizing, like, certain people as the actors, but, like, other than that, like, I don't think that's gonna affect the enjoyment of, like, Missborn mm-hmm. 1. I don't know.
6: And usually that's mm-hmm. because that actor, like, killed it. Like, that, yeah. you know, like, that's, like, all the Lord yeah. of the Rings characters are the movie characters it's in my right. life, you know? Yeah. And that's because they did a good job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we can only I mean, hope the acting is very good. So, okay. mm-hmm.
5: Um, One other movie thing he mentioned is that, like, he is open to doing, like, movie original stories mm. for the cosmere yeah oh which i do hate that is true, true. uh
6: <laughs> or, or like i mean i just don't want it to be like canon to the book canon mm. that's what i want like, mm. like they could do mm. they could do mm. like a, a cosmere cinematic universe spin-off shy film sequel like and i'd be like that's fine like i don't really that doesn't do anything to me but i don't want to experience a new canon canon book cosmere story in a film form i'm already kind of iffy on the graphic novel so yeah
5: see like i i kind of saw that as like like something that was more or less unconnected to things so it's like a like a new cosmere world that is like okay like this was introduced like in the movies Rather than, like, in a book.
0: Yeah, but, like... Well, what does
5: that mean, though?
6: Yeah. Like,
0: if, if there are changes, like, the mm. canon would be different for movies, right? And so it's just, like, if there is a separate thing, is it going off book canon or movie canon? Like, how is it connected specifically? And, like, I feel like that could be weird, which I think is what David's saying, right? Yeah, well, it's just,
6: like, When you move into a different format like you know the white sand graphic novels right those are Mm -hmm. it's a different different format but it's still canon to our main book cosmere universe and it and if you keep doing that like i can like i'm just curious to see how the canon works like if they do a graphic novel version of the movies then we're like okay well that's not us probably or like a graphic novel that looks like the characters from the movies doing something else and so i guess i just like if he's like oh yeah i would do a Cosmere Planet that appears in the movies only. And not in the books. Like I don't care about that. But I just don't want it to like. I I still am a pretty big core Cosmere Canon person. And so I would not like to have to. Write a wiki article based on a film. And I will not be doing that.
0: Yeah. That, mean, that's, that's okay. okay. That's, Other people might enjoy that. And want to do that. Uh, yeah. So. I, I can imagine. Potentially a story. That is appropriate for the medium of film that Brandon makes only in film like i i like i don't know what that would be but i can see that that's theoretically possible right yeah and i'm uh, fine with that and uh, it, it will make the copper mine confusing but uh yeah i i think something specifically made for the medium is going to be better than, say, a wide-sand graphic novel, which we've we've talked about graphic novels that maybe, like, a a brand-new Cosmere graphic novel that's designed as a graphic novel would probably just work better, right?
5: Oh, Um,
0: 1,000%. So, like, a film's kind of like that. Uh, To be honest, I would prefer a film over an audio-original Cosmere thing, or an audio-only thing, because at least then I can get the film done and like... Uh, two and a half hours and i don't need to wait there for 10 hours for it to be done you can put it on two and a half speed like i can't parse anything from that you know you know what's great about visuals i can just have the subtitles on it's so good Jess has totally converted <laughs> mm-hmm. me. Like, everything I watch now, what? I want subtitles on. It's so Oh, okay. yeah, yeah
5: I, yeah. I watch everything with subtitles. We
0: were watching uh. a stage play, and I'm like, you know what? The audio could be better. Like, both Jess and I, now that we've been editing and things, is like, I don't know. I think they're kind of peaking, and, like, I'd really enjoy some <laughs> subtitles for watching this.
6: <laughs> no joke. That's funny.
0: There were... Uh, sorry, are there other other movie thoughts and things? No.
6: Yeah, the only thing I could think of was potentially just Something that we've discussed where we're like, okay, if it is misborn, how do they make it distinctive? Because it does have some traits that are yeah. like YA, like you know, and not to say that you can't make a YA coming-of-age film with like a fat ass female protagonist, but they definitely had a, a stretch where that was like in a thing. dystopia. Thing. <laughs> in a dystopia, and I think you gotta make it feel distinct when you're marketing yeah. it. But I don't think that means it can't work. It's just something that I think they'll have to tread lightly around.
0: There are lots of ways to make it bad and generic. Like, I I would say, like, I feel like there's a thousand pitfalls.
6: Yeah, I still want to see the trailer and be like, oh, this is Defiant or this is Hunger Games 5. (laughs) You know,
0: like, that's what I don't want. But it's the Hunger Maze Runner porn. exactly <laughs> uh yeah and i think we'll do uh some episodes uh hypothesizing about things uh hopefully before we get announcements maybe everything yes. will be ruined and we get an announcement soon but that's we'll true see. Yeah. we'll see mm-hmm. yeah
3: i'm yeah. probably thinking that an announcement at a new york comic-con is likely yeah, and that's it's October a big event. 6th Brandon 9th. is going to be there. It's October. Ooh,
0: Brandon's going to be there.
3: Ooh, yeah, yeah, Brandon is going to New York Comic Con. So,
0: anytime Brandon's traveling now, it's like, ooh, maybe something big's going to uh, you know? yeah. That is
6: true. Do they, and like, I don't follow Comic Cons as closely. Do they generally. The things that I see are like, you know, we've just announced the whole new slate of MCU movies yeah. and right. really for here. Yes. Like, do they. Do that with properties that are like we've acquired the rights and we're gonna and we're building the team. Or I they, don't know like, so much
3: about like that, that, but Comic Con always get big announcements. Okay. Um, well, the big Comic Cons, right? Not like the smaller ones, but New York, San Diego always have big announcements and big events and things. Oh
6: yeah, I spent like at this stage of the process, are they announcing that sort of thing at Comic Con? But I have no idea.
3: I so I have no idea. Uh,
0: I th- I think. I mean, if it's a few months, like October, I mean, it's August, I'm I'm dying that it's actually August, but, uh, oh but like, yeah, October, November, uh, please, please don't it, film studios. Can you keep my podcast schedule in mind and not like Wait, announce if- it early December when <laughs> we're doing lost metal topics? That would be great. Thanks. <laughs> please don't like October would be great where we get some hype before lost metal. And then we can like, Talk
3: about lost metal. Like, that'd be good. (laughs) Yeah. Please don't ruin our podcast schedule for the fifth time this year. (laughs) Pouty. Pouty.
6: Yeah. Brennan needs to tone it down with the success and all this. Let's go back to 2012, when we had no releases
0: that year aside from Emperor's Soul. That was great. Or or like 2016, like year before Oathbringer. Like, I think Just a White Sand came out then. 2016
6: was a bad year for a lot of reasons, and that was one of them.
0: (laughs) Uh, Cool. Uh, so there were just a few other things of note in the non-spoiler stream. So we'll we'll just we'll just put them here, and then we'll get to the the spoiler stream wobs in a sec. But uh, Brandon talked about schedule for Era Three, which he's talked about uh, stuff with Era Three that he wants to. You know, write all three books back to back. Sometimes he said alternating with Elantra sequels, like he said that before. Sometimes he said <laughs> Nightblood. And so this is sort of the most recent thing. Uh, apparently they're pinning contracts for Era 3. Uh, and yeah, Brandon is planning to write all three Era 3 books before the first one comes out. Uh so that'll be interesting uh he, yeah, he... It's
6: wild that it's, he's actually doing it like i honestly was always like this seems like something he says he'd like to do but like won't actually happen mm. because of the way the world works
0: mm. but, but like, it's too successful he's... now he
7: doesn't care yeah.
0: he has <laughs> enough power and influence yep. that like he can just do things now well he definitely Uh-oh. can but like from like
6: a, the perspective of like creating a lull in there in terms of like his mm. book output like we're gonna go from a year with like <laughs> how many releases like i can't be more than maybe more but than i have many. fingers too many too yeah to, Six, and then there'll be seven. stormlight in in 2024 and then it's going to be radio silent for a little while aside from the things that we're going to get to in a second
0: he, he listed uh other things in that lull before uh era three comes out maybe prose white sand that's revised oh boy <laughs> uh, ian and david's favorite left. Uh, at
6: one last <laughs> I, we get something usable. Although see, the, the omnibus is cool. But the, the, I, look, am I am
0: excited to record an omnibus episode. I wish we could have done so earlier. So you know, we'll we'll see if it comes out in August. But hey, yeah, like
5: m- my biggest thing about prose white sand is just like then why do the graphic novel? <laughs> yeah, I mean like, you should have just done wrong. this. years ago and it would have saved all of us a whole bunch of pain
0: (laughs) i I think how many how many podcasts we got out of it (laughs) in.
5: we did
6: and i and i like i respect them wanting to make the graphic novel good i feel bad for everybody who bought the individual volumes (laughs) myself included uh and uh i i also sent dynamite some money that i wish i could get back uh but I respect Brandon and Brandon's team for trying to make a good product. I have no respect for Dynamite. I have <laughs> negative respect for Dynamite. I think that, I, that they have managed to bungle this adaptation at every turn. They have never communicated clearly with an audience who is throbbing at the mouth for Brandon Sanderson content. All they have to do is just like a little bit of an update. Or just having a reasonable time. But what line. if we
0: announce the when we're going to announce that the, the omnibus is delayed? Oh that that would be great. And, and let's have the Spanish the edition come out sooner. Anyway, <laughs> well, we don't, we'll, we'll talk about
5: yeah. that in yeah. the omnibus episode. I, I'm sorry, I, I could just I, I do have one more point yeah. that I want to make on this. Is that, like, I feel like the absolute kind of travesty that is the White Saiyan graphic novel kind of killed, like, the what could have been like the graphic novel arm of the Cosmere,
0: sure, like, okay because like because it
5: did not work out. Like they yeah. kind of stopped
0: hmm.
5: doing that. Yeah. Whereas like if it had been successful, like we could have gotten more better stories designed
6: yeah, for the that's, graphic that's novel medium. Totally
0: fair. Yeah, that's true,
5: um, and I.
6: That's interesting because I also am like, what's happening with Dark One? Because now that all they're talking about is the novel, and I'm yeah. like, so are the graphic novel. Like, did we just get part one graphic novel? See, and, like, I, liked the- I believe
4: Star- the
5: volume yeah. two is being worked on by the authors, um, Jackson Lanzing and Colin Kelly. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Like, it's been I, a long time. I saw something on like one of their Twitter's yeah. like a while ago saying like they were starting work on it.
0: Like, the, like Dark uh, One it, was was legitimately good. I felt. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, I just don't get. The
6: like competing with your own product kind of at the same time, yeah, like, trading diverging mean, canon con, like, can you know, concurrently, but it, I don't it's,
0: know, it's very And and Dark One novelization is another one of these things, uh, that potentially on the list, which I yes. gotta say, mm-hmm. not super thrilled about, but I mean, yeah, hey, I don't care,
5: yeah, I mean, I don't read dance books, maybe it's good, but yeah, and, and, and it's like because when like all the Dark One stuff first got announced, it was like they were like going to be some audible audio originals that are yeah like, telling other stories in the world which like that i like doing
0: it was
3: gonna be like a whole multimedia thing. Thing. i don't want the
5: same story
0: wasn't there gonna yeah. be a podcast They're
6: doing um they're, doing a, yes, like they're still doing the podcast, doing a podcast and maybe
3: a movie right? yeah,
6: yeah it was like a true crime podcast about the murders that appear in the graphic novel uh that were done by what's his face i can't remember the Dark One guy. I'm not going to get uh, excited
0: until I get some release dates on things. Like, I I, I, don't, I don't care.
6: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, did the podcast turn into the book? I don't really know, because Dan I, was also working on the podcast, so. Yeah, I don't
0: know. That whole Dark One announcement reminded me a lot of when DMG optioned the Cosmere. It's like, oh, it's hype, yeah. and then, like, just nothing happened. <laughs> it oh, yeah, like,
6: or, yeah, yeah. The, like the Pat Rothfuss Lionsgate purchase of King Keller, and they were like,
0: oh, Game of Thrones happened and they were like, well, maybe we'll let these options lapse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and, ju- and just so people know, uh Brandon's offers uh, pitches are, are not options. Like they they're buying them outright, which is very different, which means they're very sure they're going to make it very soon.
6: Yeah. Um, it's a lot more money on yes, their end, so. Yes.
0: And then also Sometime around the era three stuff, Brandon said potentially Nightblood and Elantra sequels. Uh, but he also said he might he he will need breaks between era three books and write like something else. Uh, Mm -hmm. so that's interesting. Who knows? Interesting.
6: I kind of wonder, like, what I try to visualize what like the release schedule will be, and I'm like, so are you gonna write the first Misborn book and then you're gonna write a second book? that's unrelated, then you're going to write the second book of the trilogy. Hmm. Are you revising that intermediate book that you did so you can release it? Or are they coming yeah. out after the first one? Like, I don't even really understand what his plan is.
5: I would yeah. assume like, they'll be desynchronized. Like, because like, he'll do like, initial drafting for book one of the trilogy, write some book, start doing Pro, uh, like drafting for book two, and then maybe partway through that, like he revises that break book.
3: Maybe he- a bit like the secret projects, like revisions yeah. are going. Yeah, yeah I guess that seems like those. it's
6: stopped his progress. I mean, like Hollywood is also happening, but he is like Stormlight has ground to a total halt while they have been yeah. while he's been revising the secret projects, and so I do think it was always a little ambitious that revising four mm. books in one year was not going to slow him down.
5: Brandon,
0: a little <laughs> ambitious Sanderson. <here>. Yeah.
5: <laughs> For as but. much as I love this whole year of Sanderson thing, I'm like, you could have kept those four books in the bank For while the you're lull. doing Aircrew. Right. Three. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: But we could have just had them come out one a year and we would have been fine with that. We would
5: have been thrilled. But, but then but, like
0: uh...
5: then we would have gotten the f- million Kickstarter and might not get adaptations. So
0: look when we're in the lull and we get to Kremcast and like the, 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 the topics where we're like, all right, we got to find some topics though that said secret projects. We're not going to get through all the topics there. So I don't, I don't imagine it'll be that hard, but maybe like 2027 and we don't get an era three book. It's like, okay. David, let's talk about Krem. Come on, what do we got (laughs) here? Yeah, Yeah,
6: I'll be like, okay, so when Brandon says the continent regrows, that makes no
0: sense. (laughs) Realistically, that is potentially an actual topic, but we just need to have to get through a lot of the bigger topics first. Uh, But like, you'll just know that the cost was we got the sweet year of Sanderson and we didn't spread out these books like that. That's just, it's a choice.
6: Yeah, Mm -hmm. everybody enjoy next year. Yeah, enjoy it <laughs> because mm-hmm. it, it will be it will be a little different it, it will feel like a kind of a second string lull yeah at least if you're a majorly a Cosmere fan but you know there'll be Skyward yeah. pro- novels coming out by then probably probably whatever Jancy's doing mm-hmm. if that's yeah. your mm-hmm. cup of tea mm-hmm. and so like there will be stuff but it won't be it's gonna go all Cosmere all the time too oh what's going on for a couple of years,
0: and I imagine hit uh, Brandon's break books. He's probably gonna maybe write like YA Cosmere things, yeah. uh, because I know he said like, yeah, Cosmere. I I gotta focus more on Cosmere. So with him wrapping up Defiant, like I'm sure,
6: yeah, uh, Kingmaker,
0: Kingmaker, yeah, Kingmaker, like, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like Brandon. I, I know he said it wasn't working. I'm sure he's right, but I was I really enjoyed that reading.
0: So mm-hmm. uh, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> Oh, you should. Like, I, I it's, actually, it's, it's pretty good. fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Uh, okay, not last bit of news, but almost last bit of news. Uh, Brandon was saying, ooh, what else to write alongside the Stormlight back half? Because he's, he's concerned just getting the Cosmere done. He's like, Dragonsteel is a big candidate for him writing that during Stormlight back half, which he did say that might not work, which makes sense. He has always said Stormlight Back Half, then Dragonsteel, then Era 4. Uh that yeah. that's what he's historically said. So he might need something lighter. Uh he he pitched a uh, a a light a lighter Mistborn era, which is funny because that would be like Cyberpunk era, which like I generally don't think cyberpunk as light and fluffy, light. but, you know, hey, sure. But, like, it'd probably be yeah. more like Era 2, right, where it's just, like, shorter stories and things. Yeah,
5: that that's the impression I got, rather than, uh, like, mm. content-wise.
0: Yeah. Uh, and- I know.
6: I'm pretty unenthusiastic about the idea of more Mistborn bugs. but yeah. I mean, I'm
5: 100% for it.
6: Are you are you more for it than you are Dragonsteel or Aether sequels or more Secret Project style stuff? You'd rather get more Scadrial stories. For me, that's not an easy. That's a pretty easy choice. Yeah, the
0: co- yeah, the Cosmere's getting big. He did say two Secret Projects are related, and there might be some things that can can happen after Secret Projects. But he said he's not promising anything. So they're yeah. not promises. Unlike Elantris and Nightblood. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah uh yeah the thing about writing elantris sequels with era three is i'm always like he hasn't said this about elantris but the way he talks about Rhythmatis being a closed book in his head that it's been so long ago mm-hmm. i'm like it would i feel like it would take a little bit to kind of get himself yeah. in get the elantris it, yeah.
0: sequel mode i agree, I agree. Mm-hmm. uh but you know brandon's pretty great at, the, at this whole writing mm-hmm. thing so i mean yeah has like, gotten he's, better
5: he's kind of Always described Stell as like a core Cosmere world. So I think yeah, it's yes. still very much yeah. in the forefront of his mind. Yeah. Whereas like mm-hmm. rhythmatist <laughs> has That kind was of, always a
0: side thing. He always uh, yeah. wrote it as a it's, side thing. Side. One of my
5: favorite things Brandon has ever written is the Rhythmatist. But I understand that it's we might not ever get a sequel to yeah. that. And it makes me very sad.
6: Breaking news. Ian doesn't care about the arithmetist. You heard it here first, folks. <sighs> No, that's I, fair. I have I have sympathy for the rhythmatist fans. I'm glad I'm not one of them.
0: <laughs> rhythmatist is, is really good, uh, but I'm certainly not going to recommend it to Jess until uh, there there's a sequel. Because like, yeah, it, why would you? It's it's like why would you recommend Name of the Wind to anyone these days? Yeah, just like, at this uh, point, I mean, yeah, like, you just, just won't. Know, I will, you just rhythmatist.
4: won't. Rhythmatist.
0: Yeah, Those I would
6: still recommend won't. Game of Thrones, I mean, and, but because it's there's enough there. But, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's that's fair. Yeah. Alright, two other pieces of news. Brandon was mentioning that uh, the end of Stormlight 5 will have not a prelude, but like, he said a etude, which is not the right word, uh, and maybe postlude or epilude. He's like, I don't know what word to use. So,
6: Yes, David? Time, time for the rant that I know that I'm not unique in having, which is <laughs> that the, in Stormlight, I've always wanted there to be a postlude or an epilude to to match the prelude in book one. I think that's a great idea. I think that's promised by the existence of a prelude. It is the prelude to the Stormlight Archive. Stormlight
3: Archive, not
6: the Stormlight Archive arc one. And so, while it will be cool, and I will accept it, I've never that mad about more Brandon writing stuff. I kind of wanted like an end of book ten, maybe another crazy time jump, like what, like can you imagine, like three thousand years later at the end of book ten, and it's you're like, oh what's what's this yeah. yeah that would be awesome and i do Stay think tuned the in the this Fornero
0: four you know like yeah. That is, yeah
6: yeah yeah and i think the fact that the back half exists kind of limits the potential for what you can show without spoiling elements of the back half i don't know
0: maybe but, maybe yeah. he would do a prelude for the back half and then like like do that you can do that too maybe. i mean like, i would if he maybe. did two sets if he did then at two least sets, that'd, that'd be, be symmetric cool. you know yeah yeah
5: uh but like I think it'd be cool to have like a, a two part thing, where it's like one at the end of arc one and one at the beginning of arc two. That's not a pre prelude or a postlude. The word is or an a, interlude. Oh, it's like—is it a midlude? We're, or a, <laughs> like midlude part one, midlude part two? But like interludes <laughs> it is, are it is interlude. already such a funny. thing in the cosmic.
6: Oh, oh too bad
0: we used interludes already. <laughs> He really
6: has come to like interludes. Like when I saw them crop up in Skyward, I was, or Cytonic, I was like, oh man, it's growing.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Skyward books have always had those. Uh, And last bit of news, the Secret Project eBooks. I was wondering when these would pop out. They're like, they will be the first of the month, January, April, July, October. So... And it happens to be on weekends. They're all going to be on weekends. I'm definitely not panicking about recording schedule. Don't worry. Uh, There will be uh, apparently the following Monday, you know, there'll be press for each book uh, and a spoiler stream either that Thursday or the Thursday after uh, talking about the book. Uh, So I guess Um, I'll slot that in the 2023 schedule.
5: There was some talk about books actually going out the Friday before the weekend. Of the first, just because uh, Friday is a working yeah. day.
0: Yeah, like
5: it. It was very uncertain. They hadn't decided on what they were going to do. That was a possibility that was thrown out.
0: I, I seem to remember them saying like 10 p.m. Friday, which you could just argue is like like if it's 10 p.m. for Dragonsteel, then it's like that's midnight is Eastern time, so it Eastern. would be a Saturday, right?
6: Yeah, I know. It, it, it sort
0: of depends how you look at it, of course. But
6: it definitely occurred to me. I'm like, what day are we going to put on the compromise for their release date? <laughs> yeah,
0: and and, <laughs> and he did say that there's so many boxes that like they're they're gonna say like we shipped this many boxes out this week. So like I, I don't think mm-hmm. we're gonna get like the boxes that first week with the actual physical book. So that'll be great for any unboxing videos. If like the if we do the unboxing, and we get the last. <laughs> That'd be funny.
6: Okay. that is true it's hard to tell when you're yeah where you're gonna end up in like you know with the with the way kings leather band release schedule you definitely there are some people who were in the early half and
0: some people who were in the later yeah. half of that one yeah so we'll we'll see but uh don't you worry there will be secret project content next year obviously because that's yeah. what's happening next year <laughs> so just wanted to report on that and oh my god this little cut in we've talked uh longer than I expected but you know that's fine that's fine. So, uh, that's our movie news, and so we are going to be heading back on into spoiler words of Brandon, uh, which admittedly are less exciting than the movie news. the mo- The movie news is pretty exciting. Hey,
3: uh, okay, at least their clickbait title from the last movie news we got is going to work even better for this.
0: One. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just just going to put movie news in the title and like, hey, we put the movie news at the front. I'm we're not waiting to midway through there you know we said there's movie news we did the intro and then we did and then there's movie news what do you what more do you want okay
6: should we play ourselves out (laughs) (laughs) perfect
0: perfect uh but we're gonna get on to more spoiler words brandon from the june spoiler stream swaps, 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 swaps.
1: Wendell Enjoyer, who is enjoying Wendell, asks What do Kelsier and Iattle think of Murray's kidnapping lift? How does, how does the leader of the Ghost Bloods and someone's teacher and master feel about the kidnapping of children? Is the implied question. Ren says, Yaddle, on board, she's fine. She's, like, kidnapping children. Um, anyway, Kelsier, uh, eh, doesn't even know he's on another planet. And that, and makes that is... Makes sense. I, I find this really interesting. The, mm. So I don't find this surprising, but I find it interesting
0: he uh, sort of because, mentioned this before about like yeah. who like what does yeah. Kelsier know and condone about the ghostbloods yeah.
1: It, yeah it's it's like uh tor the publisher and their assassins do
0: <laughs> you yes. remember that metaphor yes if you if it, yeah. you'll have to go oh, listen a to a previous episode <laughs> we're not going to recap we're not going to recap that
3: uh here um, just a matter yeah. for how the, yeah, uh, the
1: ghost the ghostbloods is presumably an organization that spans multiple worlds yeah. right and the the further or the farther away you are from, from Kelsier, the less influence he has over you directly or indirectly, and the less knowledge um, there is of what's going on. So, what we see on Rashar with the Ghostbloods not necessarily indicative of what we are hopefully eventually going to see with uh, the Ghostbloods closer to home.
0: Uh, interesting insight to Iatl. I would, I would love to see some more Iatl in book five, because we really haven't gotten anything from her since Words of Radiance, and I felt like she was going to be a bigger deal. But,
2: I don't even know where she is. Yeah, right,
0: exactly! Yeah. Exactly.
2: So, Mist Radiant asks, When Tarabangian first got control of Zeth, he sent a man with a dark face and an accent Zeth didn't recognize, who was also wearing a mask. Is this Masked Man a world hopper from Southern Skagio? Brandon, this Masked Man is a world hopper. I
0: kind of forgot about this. I'll definitely have to reread uh, this this chapter. So I, I think this is a brand new confirmation. Uh, very cool.
1: It is. So mm-hmm. this was in one of the interludes yeah, yeah. Of, of the Way of Kings, right? I think Zeth was...
0: It was after the one in Bavland, right? So maybe it was the next one after that, that, like, Zeth is being wasted, and then Tyrion gets him and then sends him to kill everyone else.
1: His owner, like, was treating him super edgy, right? He was, Mm -hmm. like, a shadow that was sitting in the rafters, and then he would just drop dramatically and stuff like that. And he got sent to kill someone in a house.
2: When he got there,
1: the... The person was dead right
2: and it was like his head on bed or something yeah
0: and they have it and then they have a zone so
1: and and i guess that Must masked person, person was was there waiting for him right
0: yeah mm-hmm. i don't very think. interesting it's a world very cool it, Reread that interlude clearly because that that person's a yeah. world offer so I, yeah, I, i'll yeah, need to true. do the same obviously good idea when you see someone in a mask is like are they from southern <laughs> Gabriel? like yeah i mean that's a good that's a good question
3: there so the next question is from Windrunner Seventeen, oh, our David. very own David. Yeah, and he says, "We know, we now know all types of true sprint that make up Radiance, but Windel has mentioned making a garden for keen sprint. Are these an intelligent sprint that does not form radiant bonds, and are there others?" And Brendan says, "Keen sprint is a nickname." And Adam says, "I was wondering if it was a slang term." And Brandon says, "Yes, it's a slang term."
0: So does this mean it's a slang term for the other nine types of truespren? That seems to be uh, the implication here.
1: My understanding is that it's a it, it it's it's a it's a nickname. It's a slang term in the same way that like lispren could be a slang for sure, right? Optics,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though yeah.
1: LySpren is not a canonical term.
0: Yeah, yeah, right,
1: right, right. So I th- I think it's a specific specific type of sprint.
2: So I feel like what David was getting at with this question is trying to see if there are other types of true sprint that are not radiant sprint. Right, yes. And I am very frustrated by this answer um, because there is also a scene in Rhythm of War where there appears to be an unknown type of sprint that walks past Adeline when they are in Nameless. And it we, we still just don't have an answer of like, is that just another type of spren? Is that is that something else? Like I guess like to me when David's question came up I was like, oh, this kind of like ties all into that as well and like we can maybe get more information on other types of spren. and I don't know this this does answer a question of now we know that gene spren are just one of the other true spren, right? That seems to be what it's saying. But it also seems like it's dodging a question at the same time.
1: It was my impression that the, the question was specifically, hey, what are, what are Keen Spren? Which still means that we have another question that we need to keep <laughs> asking and find that answer to.
0: So the Keen Sprint are a nickname, but what are they a nickname for? Like which other parts? Mm-hmm.
1: We have no reason to believe anything. My yeah. baseless headcanon is Ink Sprint
3: yeah yeah that is the first thing i gravitated to as well it's just
0: they're so inky like why wouldn't you just call things i don't know um that's just I, intentionally I confusing like... Wendell. Cah.
1: well I, I i think keen in this case is like keen of mind sure 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 yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh someone who's alacrious and i think the ink spren.
3: yeah the Wendell. other one that could be a possibility is maybe cryptics but
0: yeah yeah. I also gravitated it's to, pro- to it's probably ink spren right yeah I I, I I need more information about this that's what I want uh, I want to know more about sapient spren what's up with this
2: I guess I want to know why the nickname came around as well like lies spren makes a lot more sense like if you've got a race of spren that like really like lies and like Things yeah. like that. Like, I, I can see why that one's stuck. But why would you stop calling other Spren Keen Spren?
0: Yeah. I don't know. More questions to ask at another point, I think. Cool. Starburst Tie asks, mm. Why hasn't Hoyd bonded a Spren in past desolations, like in the time of the original Night's Radiant? For Brandon, he tried. Ah, oh, this, th- this is good. I love it. Yeah. Because he would. He would want to be a lightweaver. He's uh, probably wanted to be a lightweaver a really long time.
2: Like the in Elantris, how he's trying to become our um
0: mm-hmm.
2: Elantrian, Elantrian. Yeah. like for the whole book and he just doesn't get it by the end. Um, just seems like that, but with a different magic system. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah,
3: my question is why did it work now?
0: My question is why not didn't, didn't, it, work <laughs> yeah, why didn't well, it work before? Yeah, why
3: didn't it work before? Yeah. Why didn't it work before, and why did it work now?
1: Like, could he just not attract the right? Spren? Like, maybe so many sprens were sprens, so many sprens were <laughs> bonded uh, that his chances were were fairly low. And like, maybe spren generally don't like foreigners. Um,
0: maybe. I yeah, and like, there's there's a certain aspect of uh, like I'm reminded of Leshwi saying my soul's kind of already spoken for, right? Uh at the end of Rhythm of War when Venley's like, "Hey, maybe we have a spren for you." And Venley's uh, and Lesheri's like, "No, no, no, That's not that's not going to work. Now, obviously there's cognitive shadowness with uh the fused. But Hoid also is collecting a lot of magic and maybe spren are like, not really my thing." Maybe like it's a similar sort of thing whereas designs like Well, I don't have a lot of options here, so I guess that's what we're doing here, right?
3: That's what I was going to say. Like, Design was in a pretty unique situation where her potential Radiant had just died, and she was in a very dangerous place with, like, Fused and Singers Mm -hmm. and Odium's forces running around. It was much safer to be with Hoyt than to just stay in the ruins of Kolinar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And thank goodness for all of us that Design is with Hoyt. Uh, It's so good. She is precious. She is precious. I've bonded a literal monster. Love it. (laughs) Yes, he has. (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. So good.
1: Uh, Let's see if I'm going to love that as much as our next question. Probably not. Uh, Which comes from Psychopathic. Mm -hmm. uh, And says, can Conjure benefit from AVR bones like they do from dog bones? Bren says, potentially, yes.
0: What do you mean by benefit? Yeah. There, there so, was a question in this that I actually cut that was like talking about like, hey, is there like a magical thing with Tensun like being in dog bones and really liking. Like being a dog and Brandon basically said no, uh, that's just like, oh, you know, maybe it's nice to be a dog and get scratched on the head and like, oh, that's nice, uh, yeah. but not really like a spiritual thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get like the 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 purely physiological
0: yeah benefits aspects of it, but yeah, yeah. So I don't quite know what benefit this means. It's like
2: yeah, I wonder if the question's getting at like the AVR powers. It's like would they mm-hmm. benefit from the oh powers? yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what the question is, but yeah, I, the answer is the confusing part. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, the dog bones don't grant a magical power. So, like, the question is, like, say, like dog bones. I'm like, well, I mean, the dog bones don't grant magical powers. So, like, I, yeah. So, potentially, they could get, uh, yeah. I, I don't even know if potentially, yes, refers necessarily to the magical powers. But I, yeah. I could say that it's plausible that if you are a Chandra... Who made an AVR? Like you, you consumed an AVR, right? And You are an AVR that you could get the microbes that grant powers, like I, oh, the worms. Yeah, the worms. Like I think that's totally plausible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. Like I you can, could totally I can do that. that. You just like just the AVR alone wouldn't do anything, right? Because it's all about the symbiosis, right? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: I I think, okay, yeah, I like that. And I think this is where the potentially comes from, because I think there's also room for, well, even though you are the physical shape of an AVR, maybe the the symbiosis with the worm is more, or at least partially spiritual in nature. Mm -hmm. And so even though your physical body is the same, the fact that you are a chandra and not an AVR uh, prevents you, or it doesn't. We don't know how it works.
2: Yeah. It's been a very, very long time since I read Six of the Dust. Um, so I want to clarify. For some reason, my memory is telling me that not all aviar ended up with powers. It was only ones that like were bred on the island or went to the island. But there were other ones in the world that did yes. have
3: powers. So the other ones are the ones that they tried to breed. I think like on the mainland, right? Yeah. And they and they never went to the island, and they never got powers just the ones that had like got the symbiosis like by going to the island and eating the worms and- yeah okay and that makes worms. sense okay yeah makes sense
2: Dorito JH asks is what happened to the singers on Rochard when Bard Mishra was imprisoned mechanically comparable to what happened to the terrorist on Skadriel when they were turned into Mistress? Brandon it's more like what happened on cell with the Elintrians than it is like what happened with the terrorist men. I can see what you're going for but that's not the analogy I would have gone to.
0: Yeah, that analogy does seem a bit strange. Uh, cuz like the terracemen it was they are directly transformed into misraiths, right? Uh, yeah,
1: but th- th- there's also this like I I think uh what <laughs> what well, Dorito is thinking um it's like it's the cognitive block the lines, in the, the cognitive ranks? block yeah, yeah. okay sure, sure you have something very similar to a cognitive block That's true. in uh in the presendi uh or the parchment
0: right and the spikes bridge the cognitive block and so that that turns them into a contra right
2: i can yeah. see the comparison to um to cell and just like something changing and kind of being taken away from what needs to be there and that causing the problem
4: mm.
1: yeah so what we have with the elantrians is that the the Sheld enables a specific like the the power of the door goes through some kind of shield shaped transformation and it turns you into an elantrian and then the the land changes and the shape is wrong and, and the power of the door can't, like, go all the way through. Like, so mm-hmm. the, the transformation starts and it gets stuck in the middle.
0: Yep. That, that, that it does seem kind like... of different. Like, I think with yeah. the cognitive block, like, maybe Brandon just didn't quite get what they were getting at with the cognitive yeah. block. Because, like, explaining it with a cognitive block, I'm like, okay, that makes sense that that analogy would be there. Hmm yeah i don't know if there's a lot to go off here on this one it's just, it's kind of weird uh,
1: maybe we'll come back to this after book five when when hopefully bottle Mushroom things make more sense
0: ah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm okay with that
1: how are you though
0: mm. she cannot make me that's fine with me
3: go watch uh, our clips yeah Uh, The next question is from Aradan FTW, and it says, Kaladin and Vin have both used magic subconsciously, Kaladin while training with a bridge plank and drawing in stormlight, and Vin while burning pewter while being beaten. Does that mean that intent is not always required, or is a simple intent like I will be strong enough to activate the magic? Such a good question.
0: This is so good. I love it.
3: Yes. And Brandon says, I'm going to go with the simple intent answer that you're giving there. So, at the basic level, the more specific and the more powerful you want to be, the more you need to understand your intent, is where this is. The body has an intent. Kaladin uses magic while he's unconscious, right? The intent to survive. Basically, the body knowing it needs to survive. survive. And this is possible to an extent with a lot of magic systems. <laughs> Just kind of the base physical sense. Your body knowing how to use what it's been given is going to happen. You're going to see this with other instances in the magic as well, and even not kind of not knowing or not wanting to face it, you can get some base level of power in most of the magics. Yes, it's a second one in that you can make the argument that your body just wants to survive and things like this, but intent really starts to play into it when you're doing distinct and increasingly powerful things with the magics. Intent is like your ability to focus, right? Whoa. You can fire a sniper rifle on accident, but hitting the thing you want to hit with it requires a lot of practice and focus. That practice and focus in the magic systems is often intent-related. That was a long so one. good stuff.
0: Let's get survived, so let's get focus. Uh, nice. Focus, right? Yeah, intent. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is focus oh, even God. a term still in the Cosmere? Like I feel like it's not really. <laughs> I don't know. Like we I feel like it's out. much more intent, commandy th- these days, right? Um. Hmm. Yeah. So so let's let's talk about things we like about this because because there is a lot I think. Yeah. Uh,
1: one thing I like is that it, it establishes kind of a, a gradient of um possible magical effects versus uh requirements to accomplish these things, right? On on one end of the spectrum, um kind of this this subconscious or or intuitive use of magic, which is Kaladin healing himself, uh and and Vin doing the same thing, is like you just want to live, right? You want to sustain yourself. Um and that requires almost a, a like a, a default level of intent like that's something yeah. that almost comes with with every life form and then on the other end of the spectrum you have the things that nickley calls the the greatest applications of 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 oh, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. he, he search grinding like... he's yeah, referring yeah, yeah, yeah. to general
0: yeah. magic but he says search finding right like the... yeah, yeah,
1: yeah 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 um and, and so I can see this, this scale of, okay, if you were doing like Dawn shardy things, like if you are, <laughs> if you are shattering Aiden Alcym, right, this is not something you're going to be able to do with just like That's without a, a thought. Without you need
0: very like a, a, specific intent. and Yeah, it, exactly, very specific yeah. intent.
1: You have to picture like. And, and um, specific and, and, and commands under,
0: like the Dawn shard. Yes. Yeah.
1: And understand how it is that you are, you know, breaking this divinity, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so presumably those those sixteen people plus Hoyd uh, plus maybe Frost plus however many other people were there, those people like they didn't just want to do what they did. They also understood mechanically what it is yeah, that they they'd were have doing. They like, have to. So well, I mean, you, you wouldn't be able to just hand the Dawn shards to random sixteen people in the crowd and say go.
0: No, though maybe the don shard made it significantly easier than like perhaps we're thinking. Like the don shards are so powerful, and with like proper investiture, like there, there's room I mean, that they can be uber powerful, right?
1: Yes, but alternatively, the don also, or the don shards also made it possible in the first place.
0: Uh, speaking of Donchard, the, you can pre-order the Donchard audiobook. Finally, that was the news thing that I didn't do. <laughs> but hey, there you go—you can finally finally get a Donchard audiobook. Uh, Hashtag segue. Yeah. Uh, but no, I really like this. Like, you're not going to be able to do like the complicated bondsmithy things without like very specific intent and knowing what you're doing to like, which almost begs the question of what uh, people were doing on Ashen to destroy the thing. You know, because that's a very dramatic effect uh and so like what intent commandy things were going there because that's that's maybe like the most uh other than killing Aiden Alcium the most crazy magical effect is probably destroying ashen right
4: yeah that like yeah.
0: non-shards have done yeah yeah uh so mm, sort of begs a question of how that happened but i have no doubt that we will learn things at herald flashbacks on the specifics of that oh yeah and that surge binding is very dangerous And um, hmm. so like what does that mean uh but but still at the same time like uh you, you can imagine maybe having an intent to do things and maybe the command was wrong or like one of these not quite correct having potentially terrible consequences when you're throwing around so much power but yeah, no, this is good because it's always been like, oh, with intent, like how how do they instinctually burn metals? But like, I think mm. this explanation is great and says a lot about intent. I love it.
2: Yeah, well, I see a lot about um, wall breaker as well and the the breath system. How you get, I think it's what a hundred breaths, and then you have the um, color color perception or aura or yeah. something. You don't do anything to get that. You you've just taken in these breaths, like. The person doesn't have to do much so that reminds me a lot of just the um like the burning metals and stuff unconsciously mm-hmm. but to actually awaken you do need intent yeah. and then the difficulty level of the awakening needs better intent as well like mm-hmm. the lower stuff that venner does is very different to what vasha can do and like it does seem to come down to like the ability to do the mental picture of what you want and to put that intent into the actual, um, object. Yeah. Correct.
0: Yeah. Because presumably you could do all sorts of complicated things if you just like had the right design and knew how to visualize I said, and the hard part is figuring that out.
2: Yeah. Yep. Apparently the the command fetch keys that Basher uses at the mm-hmm. beginning of Warbreaker is the hardest one yeah, in the yeah. whole book. Yep. And yeah, like when you break it down compared to the other ones, like that does involve quite a lot um, yep. to tell to this inanimate object that has no consciousness of its own.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it is really funny how Brandon said that the fetch keys was really complicated whereas if you're reading at the beginning of the book i'm like yeah okay sure that makes sense it's like oh it's shaped like a human yeah sure 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 why not <laughs> it's like oh no this is actually really hard oh i love this question from Asmodius. such a good question you've said before that a lot of the magics we see across in the cosmere come from an interaction of the shards and their investiture with the planets they invest in what does this mean practically if skadriel explodes tomorrow Will hemolurgy stop working across the Cosmere? Uh, and for some context, yes, Brandon said, like, Allomancy, Fairchemy, uh come about from an interaction with the shards and the planet. Uh, he said that in 2008. Nice. Uh, so, Brand- so Brandon's answer. Hemolurgy wouldn't stop working, most likely, but it could. There are ways in which you could make it stop working. I kind of mean that the shards are an innate part of the physics in the cosmere and the magics that arise are an innate part of the physics because of that. Like atiums seeped out into the pits of Hath-Sin in the same way, these magics are just going to leak out and different places are going to affect them. You'll see light weaving happened in different places and the way shards, it, and the way the shard is interacting with the local, uh, dot, 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 the way the shard is going to affect how light weaving is administrated in the various magics, but it's still going to be there. Hemology is kind of similar thing to that. You will see Midnight Essence. You will see some of these recurring ideas popping up. And these are like natural parts of the physics, but they're influenced by the shards on the local planets. I don't know if that answer, that's going to be a really fun one for them to describe into the Q&A thing. Because I go around in circles on that one. Uh, put this part in when you do it, and footnote: it was a fun one, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> Thanks, Page Runner. Presumably, the same. okay. Wow, what the hell is going on here? Yeah.
1: So, I I think I understand what's I think, happening, I think and, I, I, and do. I like it.
0: You don't like it, and, and I do. And oh, I do. you do like it. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it helps shape a lot of things. If we think of the shards as as a part of the physics of the cosmere yep um and and more specifically i i think we need to think about the various things magic can do in the cosmere so so yes shards are a part of the physics but they are i think too big they're not granular enough for the purposes of what we are trying to do here so i think we need to look at like almost on the surge level, right? On the force level, uh, you can do illusiony things. You can do connectiony things. You can do progress things, uh, and so on. Although, like, I don't want to. I, I don't want to constrain us to surges. Like, I'm just defining the scale in in which I think we should be thinking about these things, and so. The concept of manifesting illusions or creating illusions is a a, a physical... Fo- well, not a physical, but like a force of physics, magical physics in the cosmos, And it's going to leak out, like Brandon says. And it's not going to leak out in empty space. It's going to leak out where the there's shards. stuff, where, where the shards are, where where are plants. And... Every time it does, it will potentially look different. Differently, which is why you have yellowish white, white, whoa, <laughs> whoa, white weaving, yellowish light weaving, and why you have Roscharon light weaving, and why potentially you have other light
0: waveings. Mm, I am going to very slightly nitpick the thing that you just said. Okay. Go. Because I don't think what this means is that if Rune and Preservation went to a different planet and invested there, that their magics would necessarily look different. I'm. It, this seems more like it's like, okay, there are some core Cosmere things, and depending on Shard, connection. they can look a little different, but the effects are similar. So... Uh, right like it's not saying that there's anything super special about Skadriel that is having the magic like have the keys that are metals and things like that depending on the shard and where the power comes from light weaving okay. will look uh be similarly illusiony but like the specific applications will look different
1: and that difference will be dependent on the shards specifically, and not yeah. necessarily on the on the planet. So, like yeah. if 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 the history of Roshar in terms of like when shards come and go had happened elsewhere, you you think we would have ended with like the same light weaving?
0: Similar, like uh, presumably. I guess there would be like some sort of planetary aspect because it's like the shards are sort of hooking in the magic to the storms, right? And the storms were there before. Right. So presumably for the power to leak out, like maybe it's that the shards can sort of like, okay, what's on this planet? How are we going to make this power useful to humans? And Mm -hmm. like for for there's a very natural like okay let's let's just pump the high storms with some extra energy and people can use that energy and that's sort of how this is seeping out in this specific way similarly to how the atium preservation can control sort of how that looks and like the pits were designed by preservation there with that stolen atium
2: i think a good example once we get more information about it is going to be the difference between brosha and ashen because yeah. they do seem to have yes. like the yeah. same like fundamental physics-y things that are like filtering down through the shards, but they don't seem like they are the same. They yeah. act differently, mm-hmm. because they did end up on different planets, but they do seem to come from a similar place. Yeah.
4: These <sighs> magics are You're just going to leak
1: out, and different places are going to affect them.
0: Yeah, it does say, so it does say weaving, the place matters. Yeah.
1: Light weaving happening in different places and the way that the shard is interacting with the local, and then maybe. The, and the shard is going to affect and, how the
0: light weaving is administered.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, it must right? be a combination Yeah, that's, like, yeah. that's probably <laughs> we, have to, we don't <laughs> know how much one place or the other.
0: <laughs> we,
1: we have, we have uh, known uh, that like for. If the place or
3: the affects more, the shard affects more. Yeah, I think
1: this is madness.
3: Where the line is, where like probably the shard is the thing that the most affects the way magic systems show up, but the place is also going to have a tiny effect.
0: I mean, it's it's always an open question how much shards can actually manipulate how their arcana manifests. Open Mm -hmm. question.
1: So I'm I'm trying to to think on a cosmic scale
0: okay do you have a dawn shard to help you with that no
1: which makes it really difficult yeah (laughs) um but i imagine so i imagine and and i'm going back to surges right i'm imagining a number of magical forces uh like fundamental things that magic can do yep um healing yeah illusioning Yeah. yeah 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 gravity whatever and these these are just a part of the cosmere in the same way that gravity is electromagnetism is and so on yeah yeah, yeah. blow up a shard does still exist and so yeah and so a shard shows up on a world they invest whatever that means we still don't know not really <laughs> and and they're like hey, hey i'm gonna build a magic system here or or maybe one naturally arises. And what does that even
0: mean either? Yeah, know. yeah. No and, idea. And
1: what I'm what I'm seeing in my head is yes there is the idea of okay well initiation how does that work the fuel how does that work but in terms of like which of these fundamental forces magical physical etc become a part of the system I think that is where some of this, this filtering happens. Or, uh, sorry, that's where the construction of a magic system happens. So like, a shard is grabbing you know, uh, it, it's like uh, it's like weaves, it's like strands. So a shard is grabbing the gravity and the illusion thing and the, the connection thing and, and the shard is putting all of that together in a bundle and it's like this is my magic system.
2: I think I completely disagree with everything you just said.
0: (laughs) Amazing. I love it. I think I'm losing track of what's even happening anymore.
2: (laughs) I don't think that shards get to build their magic system. I, I think that the magic system is kind of innately built into the shard idea. Like, the vessel doesn't get to build it, I don't think. I think that they land on a planet and it's like, well, these are the magics that I already have. How is this planet going to interact? And like, my thought was like, if Endowment landed on a different planet than Nalthus, then I think you're still going to get something that is pretty similar to Awakening, but maybe it doesn't use color in it. Maybe it uses something else. Yeah. Or well, like, but I maybe think you the whole get idea of Awakening way. is is something that's like built into Endowment the Shard. I don't think that's what Eglī is put together.
0: Like, like maybe, maybe like the. Breath would be different if like endowment went to Roshar and it's like oh you go out in the high storm and you get something like breath and it's not like quite the same but like the magic is similar
1: but wouldn't that mean that there are essentially 16 magic systems in the Cosmere and they they just look a little bit different on
0: well but the thing is is like clearly Light lightweaving has appeared multiple times. So like there are certain abilities mm-hmm. that like can be replicated regardless of shard. <laughs> or like maybe multiple shards can use that similar of ish ability that you might just call light weaving.
1: And and that's the angle I was kind of trying to pursue here. Like on, on different places you grab the the fundamental that is light weaving and you add it to your portfolio.
0: Yeah, but I don't know how conscious the vessel can be. Maybe no. not, not conscious. Right. Like probably am, I'm
1: happy not. to concede the conscious part. Like it could yeah. be an automatic thing. I,
0: I'm really liking that like just depending on what is going on with the planet, the way that it seeps that this stuff is seeping out when the shard invests there
2: mm-hmm. just
0: manifests a little differently. Like Rashar yeah. storms are really important. It's going to manifest in the storms. Uh Scadrial doesn't have that, so I guess metal for some reason I don't know. Uh, but uh, but like Tal'Dane, right? Like investing in like the the two stars maybe, and like things that are like sort of inherent to these worlds. Things can just manifest yeah. a bit differently. But I do think the shard is probably more important than the planet significantly.
3: Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah i don't think it's a 50 50 split no 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 no. you can't if anything it's like an 80 20 or a 70 30 of like importance with the shard being the more important one yeah and the planet having like a little bit
1: might be interesting to ask what would happen if a different shard had invested on on instead of instead of endowment just be like hey would we get something like awakening again would we get breaths again would mm. it be something entirely different
2: that'd be a very interesting question
1: yeah and it and i think it's nice to keep that to like single shard single world because so like if you're well what if we're in preservation had invested on rashar instead of honor and, and cultivation yeah. and also and what if Dominion preservation had invested arrived. alone
3: on a, yeah. a planet without ruin? There, like let's let's do bl- those things. Let's important. also
0: blow up some planets and see how the magic system's affected. Let's let's <laughs> let's get on that. Okay. Let, let's, I mean, I guess we'll get to yeah, see so, that kind of a fashion. So, yeah. so
1: this reminds me, circling back to the actual question, right? Uh, uh, one kind of takeaway from from this whole thing that some people are are driving at, which I kind of like, but I haven't thought too much about. Was that, well, maybe hemalurgy, like the concept of spiritual surgery, manipulating spirit webs, maybe that is also like one of these fundamental things. Oh, yeah, sure, well. sure, 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 sure. And mm-hmm. so you can absolutely yeah. have other magic systems that do the same thing, Hemalurgy. Well, hemalurgy has to be tied to ruin and preservation, but you can have another shard where you can also do like- Something like it. Similar things.
0: Yeah, I buy that. Uh, it just might be that, like, oh, with Rune and Preservation, you need the solid metal, and that's just the easiest way to do it. And so the other ways are just annoying and complicated. Anyway, we've got we're to move on to the next question. We've spent way too much frickin' time on that one. <laughs> we we got to go. We, we're, we're moving on. And because you haven't been uh, talking very much, it's your turn, Evgeny.
1: Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Mr. Radiant joins us with a question once again and asks, uh, the Diagram didn't anticipate Nightblood, so Taravangian had to send... Agents to interview one of its former bearers. Did the agents talk to either Vasher or Vivenna, or Vivena, If you're Brandon, boo. Uh, <laughs> and Brandon says no.
0: Fascinating. So there's been a lot of other holders in between. They interviewed the chaps, one. obviously.
2: Well, I mean, we do know that Nightblood <laughs> just... went through quite the. Uh... Kind of loop round Shadesmar and Vroshar before ending up with the Night Watcher. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, there, there yeah, might be yeah. quite a few people on Vroshar at the moment who have handled my Blood. Yeah. That wouldn't it wouldn't be funny game... if he just sent them to talk to the Night Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting used for a info. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, not impossible,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah, not impossible. Yeah, the interesting I don't video... feel like they would it come is... back.
3: Or, like, will
2: not find anything. Or, yeah,
3: no, no. Yeah, like, how does terravangian know who, like, was one of Nightblood's former bears? Of course he has a ton of, like, information. But he also does doesn't he know, know about the Bastard Event if they didn't interview them. So. Good question.
1: I, I have always found terravangians like, diagram genius to be
0: a little suspect. <sighs>
1: like how yeah yes with super intelligence you can you can arrive at some amazing conclusions but like some of the things are like how do you know this without magic i am i am odium in this and i'm like you you did this without fortune and access to a spiritual realm
0: <laughs> that seems almost incredibly impossible <laughs> like that's just impossible
2: i feel like once taravangian like finds somebody on the trail though who has Yeah. How does Nightblood? Like, it's the exact same thing that Vivenna's is doing. She's just following a bunch of people saying like, oh, he went through here, he went through here. And I feel like that's probably the same thing. Like, you just have to find one person and then you can kind of find a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I mean, you can just like, hey, yeah, there's this dude who died to this weird stab wound that like all this blackened stuff because if Nightblood got transferred around, some of those people are gonna be evil, and they're gonna uh, uh, kill themselves with Nightblood because that's how that works. Uh,
3: so. Yeah, and it's also a bit like how Taravangian found Zeth in the first place, right? Because like Zeth has like a very like signature style, if you want to call it that. So, it, but yeah, it does. It does beg the
0: question because like just seems so impossibly good at <laughs> all of this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, you totally came up with this all yourself, uh huh?
2: Kale the Adventurer asks, did Nightblood's awakening transform it into a god medal? Brandon, he says hesitantly, yes, you could say that. Then Adam asks, was that a permanent change or was that just while? Brandon followed up with, you can argue that Nightblood is a god medal. Is he? You could argue otherwise as well. How about that? How about right. that? Great. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Very
0: helpful.
1: Oh, no, it is actually, um, this is this is intuitively obvious to the casual observer. <laughs>
0: <According> <laughs> He's still our made there. of uh, the steel, but like now it's infused with the breath, yeah. so it's like kind of like a spren blade type thing, something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think it's like a, a physical metal, physical steel that is so heavily invested to the point that it's that it shares many characteristics with something that is all the way invested which is
0: investors? yeah uh, yes i don't know if i want to go on a deep dive on that and how god medals yeah creation of nightcloth so. and things so I...
3: but i definitely don't think it's that intuitively obvious to the casual observer <laughs> like <project laughs> would say. No,
0: no i think he means that as a joke that it is not actually that intuitive yeah i'm, I'm never serious
2: no <laughs> I can't remember if it was a Shardcast I was on or one that I was listening to, but like a very long time ago, there was a conversation about like the awakening of Nightblood and what exactly happened there, because Nightblood yes. seems very different uh-huh. to Venna's Blade. Yeah. And I think like it was brought up in that, that like Endowment might have actually been involved in the awakening yes. of Nightblood, which... That would make a lot of sense if Nightblood is then god metal if Endowment was involved in that. Well, there's also
0: some reference about Ruin as well. This is weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. God,
3: I want it's some answers an about episode.
0: this.
1: The Ruin investiture is, is the real pickle.
3: And I think it's one of those that deserves a clip. I-, I want to try and find it at some point. Good luck.
0: Good luck with that.
3: Uh, so Bren Aldrich a Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so can you give us a hint about what Spook has been up to recently? Or promise one in the lost metal? And Brandon says, no comment, I am not confirming that Spook is around, you're making assumptions.
0: Spook lived like a hundred years, right? Like he lived very mm-hmm. long. Yeah. Much longer. He lived than... a very
2: long time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But that Had doesn't mean life. he's still alive necessarily.
2: Yeah, yeah there's not oh, no, the confirmation in the book that he died, but there's also no confirmation that he's still alive. But Goodbye. it does it's a pretty um popular theory that he might still be alive. Or yeah. there's the one where like Kelsey is using Spook's body, <gasps> I think. Oh, oh yikes.
0: But I mean yeah. that that I mean, I don't yeah. That that probably can't work <laughs> because he would have been the Lord Mistborn through the, the rest of his days, but Kelsier had to go to the su- south like ten years later. So mm. I, I don't know how well that works.
1: It it I don't think it does.
0: Yeah, but uh at the same time it's it is very plausible that it's like, oh I'm retiring, I totally died, and I'm totally not a ghost blood agent <laughs> no. now.
1: Well like that's... Oh no, I am perishing. Yeah, and then Spook can have <clears throat> even more
0: kids.
2: I'm sure 100%. Ian would be absolutely thrilled if Spook turned up again.
0: <laughs> it is possible, though. Because
2: he's still a Mistborn, right? So if Spook's still alive, then he's the only living Mistborn um, in existence, as he's... far as we know. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: only one.
1: I, I will accept that Spook may have done, like, things as the last Emperor. Um,
2: he's pretty, like, interested in hemology.
1: No, 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 Like like... Uh, on on a larger scale, like may, uh, off the cuff, maybe he went and built like the the sovereign's temple. I don't think that was the case, but like that's it's possible. Th- that's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. imp- important Stop things, that. right? Uh, I don't I don't think he's a vessel for Kelsey or anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's still alive, though. It's possible. Yeah, I mean the f-
0: yeah. Didn't die on screen. He could always come back. Even if they do die on screen, <laughs> can't come back in the Cosmere. That's always possible.
1: True for a whole bunch of people there at the end of Era 1.
0: Uh, well, yes, that, that's true. But if anyone, I would expect, I'm not expecting Hammer Breeze to show up, but I I wouldn't be like mind blown if Spook showed up. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah. that's super plausible. Like, he already has a super weird long lifespan Which is odd. So. Sure. This next one uh, is someone limited to how many Nahal Bonds they can form, or could someone go play PokéSpren and catch them all, getting access to all the surges? Brandon, there are limits to what a soul can handle. These limits are soft caps, not hard caps. PokéSpren is theoretically possible, but there would be hoops, not just the normal I-want-to-bond-to-Spren hoop, which is already a pretty big one.
2: Hmm. This makes me think uh that whatever these hoops are is probably why Hoyt's had issues in the past with either getting spike on or, or a
1: You know what it also reminds me of? Reminds me of uh the cap on, on how many medallions you can use.
0: Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. That like you could probably jump through some hoops to make it work, but it's not trivial. Yeah. And
1: it and it sounds like normally like without any trickery or modifications or anything like that there's only so many there's only so much room in your soul for like mm-hmm. you, for those of you who play rpgs you have only so many sockets in your soul
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah you've you've picked all these traits you cannot pay your trait tree is done you can't reset it <laughs> it's done <laughs> Uh and, and obviously like as we talked about earlier like Lestri's comments like ah uh, my soul's already sort of taken like she she I'm probably fully suckered by Odium. <laughs> yeah uh-huh Oh boy, draw fan art of that, I guess. Uh But yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. I wonder what hoops you can go through, but like that's probably like theoretically possible. Plus you'd only need 5 spren, you wouldn't need all 10, right? That's
3: true. Yeah. it's
4: true. Yeah. <laughs> Cool.
3: Bond- yeah, and I imagine oh. some of the hoops beyond, like, the mechanics part is can you really attract all these spren?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's hard a, a paragon of virtue.
0: Yeah, and actually balance <laughs> all of these spren. Yeah, it's pretty tricky. God. Yeah, some some seem,
1: like, contradictory, right? How, oh, are you bond-, bond both this honor
0: spren and high spren. That'll work out great. <laughs> or an honor spren and a cryptic. Have fun. Have fun with that. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Evgeny, uh, there's this Argent Sun person. They have a pretty cool question oh. inspired by our Herald episode. Wow.
1: That is that is true.
0: And it's such uh, a good to... question, too. Uh, yes,
1: yes. Uh, 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 Arjon, as uh, the <sighs> Rhythm of War audiobook pronounces my name, uh, <laughs> says. <laughs> Prior to the arrival of the Everstorm, what happened to the heralds who died? Were they immediately sent back to Braze to wait until the rest arrived and started the isolation? Or could they return to Rishar, similarly to how the fused returned multiple times?
0: What a good question, because the isolation is so weird and confusing, and we talked
3: about it extensively.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: I remember
3: listening to that. that We are about to find
1: out why it is so confusing. Yep. Because Brandon says... So the mechanics of this, I've been dodgy on on purpose, because now I'm gonna want uh, I, because I know I'm gonna want some wiggle room in the books when I write them. Right now they can't return. That is the heralds. They go. They're done. I have to make sure that works with the magic and with the narrative as I write them. So you can take this one as one of those words of Brandon's that the books might contradict, but the original outline has you die, you're there, you cannot go back. But there are various incarnations of this where they were holding the fused back by doing that from being reborn. What? Uh, if that makes sense. What? <laughs> what?
0: what the, okay. What? Please continue. Me, but also what?
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, what? Maybe, we'll, we'll get, to that. Maybe, we'll get maybe, to that.
1: Maybe it makes more sense when you listen to it. Maybe. Um, Let's let's continue. And that's one of the parts that I'm not 100% sure where I'm going to go with. Because when I came up with all this stuff, I wasn't working with the realities of the books where I was writing Diffused and things like that. And now that I have, um, this is very natural to be like, all right, let me do a reset and make sure that the lore and the world building is, are all consistent now uh, with what I've done for five books. Uh, well, I haven't done the fifth one, but it's one of the reasons I have to Uh, I have the break in between. Oh, okay. Give myself time to work out lines. Um, Originally, they were holding back. You could kill fused, and they wouldn't return because heralds were holding them back. The oath pact was. But that meant when the heralds died, they couldn't return either, so the war could actually happen. Uh, But the Everstorm, everything changes. TLDR, that's the answer, but the books might change that.
0: Okay, that, that clarification at the end... Okay, that does make sense. That's fine. Uh, man, uh, I guess the... Uh, wow, that must have been really tough, those first desolations. I I, I hope they were good fighters early on, because, jeez... Uh, they had a lot of fighting to do, uh, and not dying, because they are... Going off of our Herald episode, uh, tactically, it clearly seems very useful to actually kill one of the heralds in, in that case uh like extremely important to do so
2: can you explain that a bit more because honestly uh, i'm very confused by this whole answer
0: oh okay Ah, uh, wow where, where do i even start then uh
2: uh, just cliffnotes.
0: Well, so there, there was, there was basically just a question of what did the heralds need to do to activate an isolation to like lock the fused uh, back yeah. there, and and so like several questions were like, okay, do the heralds need to like kill all the fused to, and and then they activate an isolation, but clearly in Rhythm of War we learn that well, if Lesion dies, he can come back in the same desolation, um, you know, in the old way. And so it was like, okay, well, if the Fuse can come back, then how do the Heralds like activate an isolation? isolation. What signals an end to a desolation, right? Okay. Like, and and even in this, I guess, uh, originally, you could kill Fuse, but they wouldn't return. But they clearly can now. So l- there is some wiggle room that Fused can definitely return in the same desolation. Because otherwise, Leslie Insane okay. doesn't make
2: sense. I guess the way that it's coming across to me going off of that is like the fruit free- that, like, once you kill one herald, they can't come back. And that starts it, right? Okay. So the Fused can come back over and over again until they kill the first herald.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Which uh-huh. must yeah. suck for the
2: fuse, because they're like, nah, we have to we have to get rid of you guys. But if we do that, the world's stuck there too. Yeah. Well we can't go back.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting tactics. It it just seems like if that's the case, then like at some point Lesian would have just like or may, or maybe what happens with Lesian is, okay, one of the heralds dies and Lesian's like, I am going to kill myself just to make sure yeah. right that mm. like I'm not killed.
1: Yeah, or, or maybe sense. the fused can just sense when the isolation has happened, you know. Yeah. On on braze. Maybe. Yeah.
3: All this is still so confusing, though. <laughs> like we yeah. kind of think we it understand is. it, but there's there's so many questions. It it and very much comes Harold across
0: like Brandon that. is being deliberately cagey, so he has room to write the stories he yep. wants to write in the back half because he does like his wiggle room.
1: It it does make me feel a little bit better to know that this is not, like, not only is this obscure on purpose, but it's also <laughs> potentially not set in stone.
0: Well, I hope whatever he said in the books, like, clearly that is going to need to stay and hopefully it doesn't need to retcon things. Because that's <laughs> always, that's always my l- little concern with like, ah, the Recreance timeline doesn't quite work.
2: Ah, oh, the Herald stuff doesn't quite work. I'm always a little worried. Okay, so GK Sudo asks Would you consider breaking the palindrome format of Stormlight titles to give Stormlight 5 a better title, or are you pretty committed to the KOWT acronym since there's already precedent? Brandon, if I can find a KOWT acronym that feels right, I will use it. I will say that it's 75% likely that I'm going to, but if I can't come up with one that we all like, I will break the format. The title's more important than keeping, I wasn't even planning the Ketec format until I changed book three's title and got us, you know. And then I'm like, oh, this could actually happen. But I changed book two's title as well. This is a happy accident that we can make it happen, but I'm not going to then become slavish to it. And I also might let the T slide, right? In actual in, in actual keteks, both the of and the the can be rearranged depending on how strictly you're following the format, so it's possible that we change the O's and T's. And Punny would want us to say that there's also the
3: H loophole.
0: Yep, that is true.
3: Mm.
0: Any any letter
1: can be replaced by an H in, in yeah. the women's
0: script. Thank goodness, because uh, Knights of Woeful Truth, uh, <laughs> I think, is not a good <laughs> title. Uh, no, so... Uh, yeah, I... I am very very glad that he will not be slavish. I'm glad he's optimistic he can find something good though cuz it'd be it'd be nice, but I am glad he agrees the title is more important than uh than doing this shenanigans. I am
1: highly amused by the fact that every Stormlight book except for well, every Stormlight novel except for The Way of Kings had had uh, has had a title change. Yep. Book two was going to be the Book of Endless Pages. Now it's Writh Radiance. Three was going to be Stones and Hallowed. Now it's Oatbringer. It, well, and Forward. if
0: it was a Dalinar book, it was going to be High Prince of War. Oh, yeah. High Prince oh, of War. Right, I forgot yes, about right? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and four was going to be Song of Changes. And yeah, became... but that one always seemed like a
0: really working title. He always said that that was a working title. Well, sure. Yeah. But, but uh, a working the title is
2: still a title. Until yeah, can... yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Yeah, and uh, many times working titles end up being, like, the actual book title, even if the author always intends to change it. Because like, <laughs> you a about- serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that. Um, it happened to Matthew Stover, too. I forget with which of the books in the Acts of Cain, but with a couple of them. I- I've heard a couple of stories like that. Yeah. Where the working title just ends up being the title because the publisher likes it. Okay, so uh Bassett calls the strongest asked, does Shard Plate provide protection against emotional allomancy? And Brent says yes, don't dismiss your helmet when you're around an allomancer.
0: Makes a lot of sense.
1: Yep. 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 We we may have even known this, I'm not sure. But I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, nothing to say there. It's like, yeah, that checks out. Uh, yep. Drake. Yep. Right. Uh Rabid Humanitarian asks, we have seen that two shards can merge into one. Is the opposite possible? Brandon, the opposite is theoretically possible. If yes, have we heard of shards created this way? Brandon, it has not happened yet, unless you count splintering into a bunch of pieces, but that's not what you're asking.
1: That is fascinating.
0: So like Odium splitting up into two different separate shards or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where honor's purposes are going to come in.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's split up into the 10 pieces and each piece is, Yeah, we're not going to
1: recombine honor. We're going to recombine 10 purposes.
0: Honorlings. (laughs) Yeah. And they're all going to be Horcruxes and we're going to have to go and pick five to collect them all and bring them together. Right. Uh, go listen to the last episode for, uh, us talking about honor's purposes.
2: Uh, there's not much there but there you go <laughs> go check it out there's not
1: much anywhere
2: no this is really interesting because up until this point i would have thought that only harmony could be split like i wouldn't think sure. that you can split a base shot yeah yeah i yeah. guess that's true yeah. mm.
0: that is interesting
2: if you split one do you get two like smaller shots that are like less powerful or do you get just two new shots
0: I would say you probably like, get two smaller shards.
2: Yes,
3: because harmony seems to be more powerful than a regular shard because it's two shards in one, which is why Odium is afraid of harmony.
0: Uh, assuming you could actually use both of them, yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Comparing infinities is is tricky business, right?
0: Well, yeah, but like at at the same time, like I would I am going to expect and this is not the same thing, but like Bavadon making avatars, right? is overall like if you got into a direct confrontation with Bavadin, uh, the the original autonomy, they are not going to be as strong as say Ruin at the end of *Hero of Ages* or something like that, right? Yeah. Like you, you yeah. There, yeah. There obviously must be a cost, or otherwise, why would why wouldn't every shard be doing that? Like that that seems like a very realistic cost. That like if you like Bavadin just has to avoid the direct confrontations. It just doesn't work.
3: And it makes sense. I mean. Um Dave, I don't remember Bavidin's pronouns. Uh they've isolated Taldane and other all systems.
0: Yeah. Well, so. I mean, yes, Baviddin's pronouns are all of them, really. Uh, <laughs> pick one. Yeah. So that that, that is interesting. I, I would imagine if like a shard split into two, that they would still like you'd sort of have like say if you had devotion and you split <laughs> into two devotion-y pieces they're going to be colored devotion e, but like we might just get two different sub intents, almost something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was that was my question with with this whole thing. Like, what are we looking at? The same intent? Are we looking at different intents?
0: It's just like splinters, uh, but a much higher level, right? Because <sighs> splinters also can have their own intent.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess. <laughs> But it's such a like- it's such a qualitative difference because splinters are so much more independent than.
2: Sure, like I feel like because Brandon brings up like unless you count splintering into a bunches of pieces, but that's not what they're asking. I feel like this would be different. So if it's splitting into two shards, I agree that it's probably going into sub sub intense sub intense (laughs) that really got me instead of Of just like the same intent just as small pieces because that's just splintering yeah like i do think it does sound like these are different things
0: uh
1: okay that that's a fascinating question to think about but Uh, it's a very it's a very big question Uh, it's it's also very
0: hypothetical right like i I don't even know if we'd even see that right
1: uh yeah it hasn't happened yet and it's but it's fascinating to think about. Um, so we're going we're gonna to move this to the back burner and move on to our next question, which comes from user Ranksk, uh, who asks, is the difficulty of moving Investiture off-world specific to cognitive realm travel, or does it affect travel in the physical realm, for example, space travel? For example, if Kaladin summons Syl as a shard blade, could he take her on a spaceship and travel to another system. Uh, and Brent says. They would have the same difficulty. And that. Is surprising to me. Because mm. I thought. That the way to get around. That restriction. Was exactly that. Mm. Someone in a physical form. Okay. And, then, and then just fly off into the sunset. And that apparently doesn't work. Mm. Or at least not easily.
2: That's good. Yeah, to, that's... this is exactly what I was expecting.
0: Yeah,
1: this yeah. is kind of what
0: I was expecting, too. It could have gone the other way, uh, for sure, but like, there, there's too much connection-y shenanigans connecting like a sprint to like Roshar, right? That like you can't yeah. just lash yourself into Nowheresville and just, you know, have that work. Like, the the spiritual it's a spiritual thing, not a cognitive thing, right? So it has to affect you in the physical as well
4: yeah yeah you're
1: yeah but <laughs> i i can I, see why I, you I have difficulty think it's right i i have difficulty like picturing that interaction in the physical realm like would the would the shard blades like wait like w- would it just become more and more difficult to like yeah maybe move away from the planet,
0: yeah, yeah. Presumably. Uh, it, it helps at this current technology level that you just die in space. So that helps.
1: Yeah, it's always nice when you die in space. Yeah, that, that's...
0: Well, I mean, to. I'm just saying they'll die far f- sooner <laughs> than when this will be relevant. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. pleasant thoughts.
2: Okay, uh, user Shasha asks, how significant of an event or time period on a cosmic scale was the re actually? 10 years seems like a blip. Do most world hoppers even know about it? Brandon? It was a big enough event that by now, yes, they do. Most world hoppers actually know. Because most world hoppers are going to be common tradespeople, things like that. Running caravans from Roshar to Nalthus, or things like that. The majority of them are not paying attention to things that are happening, so I'm going to say the majority won't. But the Arcanists, the people who are watching the various magic systems, who know about the Shards and are paying attention to this, what happened on Cell was a big deal.
0: Yeah, so just... Yeah, so just because someone's a world hopper doesn't mean they're special and important. Like Just caravanners are, like, that's cool. Uh, Like the ones
1: we saw in, in Nameless.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit just like the real world, though. It's like, just because you... If something happens in another country that might be very big in that country, that doesn't mean that the rest of the world cares.
0: Yeah. And maybe the people studying that other country are like, whoa, that's such a big deal, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Just, just because you're sailing the ocean left and right or east and west doesn't mean that you are a, a spy agent, secret person. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Sometimes you are.
0: Some, it, and I'm, maybe yeah. a disproportionately uh, high amount that are named in the Cosmere, but uh, <laughs> that's just because the people who aren't named aren't super important.
1: But also, sometimes you're felt.
0: Also, sometimes some they're away. What about red or cob? Let's see.
1: Oh, red. Yep.
3: Yeah. So, uh, King of Carrot Flowers asks Does car' translate to survivor? If so, in what language? And Brendan says, No, it does not. Oh. This
2: would have been so cool. I it think it missed opportunity. opportunity. Earth, yeah. Theory. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 We do know I that car' is a title. I know
2: what it means. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: It's
0: a title. It's a title. Uh, what does it mean? Yeah.
1: Maybe it mm-hmm. means meddler.
0: Maybe it just means on <laughs> in trench coat.
2: <laughs>
0: that's what it means.
2: I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to mean something, right? Like king is a title, but king doesn't translate to something else.
1: Yeah, but that's less fun though.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the element. fun
2: is so brand is just
0: rule out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That is true. Yeah, because if it's a title and it's to Kelsier, then it's like, oh, Survivor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Cool. LeFish asks... Yeah. Uh, How did autonomy isolate Taldain from the rest of the Cosmere? Brandon. All of the shards, dot, dot, dot. How? How may be the wrong term. Adam. There's a follow-up question. Maybe it's related. Did Boveden remove the perpendicularity on Taldane? Brandon, Raffo on the second one. First one, natural processes. (laughs) What does that mean if it doesn't mean- mean? What does that mean if it doesn't mean removing the perpendicularity? (laughs) Did- No idea. You make a barrier storm around Taldane yeah
1: <laughs> natural processes
3: what does that mean like, what natural processes like
1: I guess it has to be i mean i I don't love the idea, but it's the only thing that I can think of it, maybe she like moved Taldane to a place that is dangerous in both the physical and the cognitive realm somehow, so like you can't you can't get there via space travel because there are erratic meteors and planets just zipping around and, like, it's difficult to navigate. Or, like, uh, a meteor belt or whatever. And then the cognitive realm is some kind of garbage.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know if, like, currently, Chris is saying Taldane's sealed off, but, like, I don't think they have space travel yet, right? So we can mostly consider that they're moving through the cognitive realm so like maybe some natural process solely in shadesmar like i don't know if
3: yeah but like cell also has a messed up cognitive realm and you can still get to cell with difficulty but you can still get (laughs) there yeah Yeah. it's not isolated from the rest of the cops here yeah sure
2: like what's worse than that
0: well that's not a a natural process just
2: Maybe Babadin's just, like, sitting, uh like, in the Taldane, the Celestial, <laughs> and, like, whenever someone comes in, she just hits them with a fly sweat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Very natural. Shards are... Yeah
0: shards are part of the natural cosmology it's like oh my power is just seeping out destroying you as you get there well that's unfortunate for you as it does
3: Uh, maybe didn't set up a customs checkpoint that doesn't let anyone pass i don't know
0: natural (laughs) processes the the
1: the (laughs) (laughs) customs just don't let anyone through
0: really autonomy is all about the paperwork really (laughs) it's like nail you know you gotta have the right paperwork then you're fine right I have no wow. idea what that means, and that is a non-answer. Like, what? yeah. If you yeah. have any ideas, please let us know, because I have no
1: idea what that can I, even. I mean. can't wait to find out in the Silverlight novella. Sure, why not?
0: Yeah, sure. Put it in there, <laughs> or maybe. That's uh, I also theoretical Chris novel. Maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Theoretical Chris novel. That's happening. Sure. <laughs> uh, what's also happening is the next question, yes. which comes from. NC magic 97, or as mm-hmm. I like to say, knock magic, because it's like <laughs> Mac- McDonald's. But anyway, um, yeah. yeah, sure. In, in Ulfbringer, yeah. before the battle for Battle of Thalen City, Venli is able to see some of the cognitive shadows of the fused waiting in the cognitive realm and mentions some are as large as buildings. Are Thunderclasts actually a type of the fused? And Brandon says, uh, she doesn't know. Oh, she's she's thinking that they might be fused, but okay, cool. Uh, but she doesn't know. Thunderclasts are something different. And that's what she's seeing. She's not correctly identifying them.
0: Duh! What, are, what the hell are Thunderclasts? I have no Is idea. It? Is that accurate, Brandon?
1: I'm trying to... So evidently not i mean
0: Benley certainly thinks that they are fused but like also well, there there's a bunch of the cognitive shadows that those are the things that are like attaching to like amram's troops yeah. right yeah yeah
1: unless those are also like john singer spirits That scene has never made sense to me. No, like,
6: not at all. I there are there is, so <laughs>
1: like what the hell are a the make It's cool scene? I I love I love yeah. the scene, but like what? once you start digging deep, it's it's like what who?
0: It, it feels like Ow, think Brandon's but... just like. He just brought out the big guns that, like, he's like, ah, eh, maybe I'll explain them a bit later. But he's like, no, 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 the time is right. Odium's going to be commanding the battle right here because that makes uh, this story the, cool.
1: Um, what was the name of that group of fused that Oh, that we don't know what they are? That are going to capture the, the um, Oath
0: Gate, but aren't uh, a yeah, brand yeah, yeah. of fused? Oh, God, I don't remember. But I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No 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 no, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, no no, there there was like a specific type that was like, "Oh, this group is going to go capture the the Oathgate and
1: and and or if not, they will like get the
0: gems or whatever." God, I don't remember. God, I got to reread Stormlight cuz I'm I'm forgetting things. Gotta reread it before book five.
3: I don't remember, and there's no way I'm going to reread it before Stormlight 5 <laughs> is totally on the horizon. Yeah. I've read it way too many times in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great,
0: I'm really excited to figure out what Thunderclass are eventually, because uh, <laughs> what is... Uh... Maybe
3: in the Herald flashbacks. Seriously, no, true books no. are going to be so long, because oh, there's so much to find out.
0: I hope it's like 50% of the book. <laughs> I'd be okay with that, honestly.
2: Okay, OKRal1050 asks, if a uh, Kandra with a crystal true body made their way to Roshar, could they use their crystal bones like a gem heart? Brandon, yes, they could. That is an excellent question.
0: That is very that's interesting. Cool. That's, yeah. that's super cool. That seems very like a very good idea, honestly.
3: Hey, I like, think how much more. Maybe the Condra that's have. already on Roshar is using the Crystal True Body. Mm-hmm. Condra World mm-hmm. Hopper. Yeah.
0: I don't know if we know they're on Roshar. No, we I'm
4: know they're on Roshar. So...
0: Okay. Don't we? I don't, I, I, think don't think so. I don't remember. I d I don't know off the top of my head. I don't remember. We don't have Ian here to tell us, so. <laughs> they're recording dice morning. But I'm
1: I'm imagining so so you know in, in animated. Like in in children's animated series and and shows, how when when you're struck by lightning and and your skeleton yeah 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 that's how I'm imagining because they're like fleshy body and then the skeleton glows from the inside yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah 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 easy very cool. There's a song by Axis of Awesome called Skeleton Man, and I think they have a music video to it. And, like, it's a comedy song about how he's a superhero because he's Skeleton Man because he has a skeleton and everyone has a skeleton. But I think, like, it glows in the um, music video. It's yep. kind of a funny song. I definitely do recommend it. <laughs> Love it.
3: So, uh, Fantastic Eggsplant9 says, It's stated that the fused can hold the void light nearly indefinitely. Does this mean that their gem hearts are perfect gems? Brandon. So, kind of. It does not necessarily mean that. How about that? But a similar mechanic is happening. What's... And Fantastic Event continues. Is this why they are so strict with how they handle their dead? And Brendan says, It's a part of why you're picking up on the right foreshadowing that I have seeded into the books. Interesting. What? A similar so interesting. mechanic.
1: So, we were led to believe that... The reason the singers don't touch their bodies is cultural because the humans used to desecrate their bodies to like get their get their gem
0: hearts and sure, use them. Right. And so yeah, 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 right, yeah.
1: And so it is perfectly compatible that there are more reasons behind that taboo, and that this is this is one of them, right?
0: What's a similar mechanic? Like, it makes sense that like if you're fused and you. Go into a random singer's body that every singer's body does not contain a perfect gemstone. Like that, I think yeah. is probably how it, that should be, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so maybe there's just something about like the way the singer physiology works that like the singers are much less leaky than humans.
3: Maybe like that maybe. if
0: the void it light is be in a the gemstone.
3: Gemstone. But it can be much closer to a perfect gemstone than one, like, cut by humans, like, for a sphere or something.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, um, though, query whether they are- the gemstones are even cut there, but, like, even Venli as a regal, like, she holds that void light for, like, like, it doesn't evaporate easily, right? Like, she, it's just sort of inner gem heart, and, like, she can use it whenever she wants, and then she doesn't have it anymore.
3: Do we know- if when venley's holding Stormlight, it evaporates uh, or is it because she just doesn't take in much storm light so she's always so when she takes uh, it, she
0: always uses it
1: it evaporates i yeah. think it evaporates yeah. yeah we we do know that for a fact when she's experimenting okay. with uh with lights and stone shaping uh there's a moment where she takes in a bunch of she starts with storm light and he's like well i can't I can't do anything with it, is, is I think what she concludes. And then she's like, well, now I have to sit around and wait for it to go away. Because mm. uh, she maybe... couldn't like, take in void light while she still had the storm light inside.
3: Then maybe it's a property of void light rather than the perfect gems. So
1: void light is definitely stickier. Uh, and we know that. Like It stays yeah. in gems. Even if it's just you know a mm-hmm. gem sitting on the table, it stays there for longer. Yeah, like the anti-void light state. Yeah, that's what Navani
3: right? was investing, right? Yeah, investigating, in
1: fact, not investing. In in fact, one of the <laughs> the return of Gavler's black spheres. Oh yeah, <laughs> um,
4: yeah right. Yes. Yeah.
1: So he gives uh, a void light sphere to. Uh, Wow, I was gonna say Eshoniel, and I was like, wow, that's uh, not how that's almost the name (laughs) of something. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost three names. Um, he gives void light to Eshonai and he gives anti void light to Zeth. Yep. And the one that he gives
0: so so first of all, the anti-void light like persists. For years. So a long time. For years. Yeah. And I don't um, think that gemstone was a random perfect gemstone. Like, I suppose yeah. it's possible it was a really good gemstone, I guess.
1: Um, but the Void Light, um, either Eshenai or Venley remarks that it had faded after a few months or something like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, but it's like way longer than a regular um, sphere for like, Stormlight.
0: Yeah.
1: Than even the best gems we have for Stormlight, short of like the King's Drop
0: it could be a combination of void light and some special singery thing that it's like if you can hold on the void light for months i mean that's pretty good <laughs> like you're going to do the song of prayer probably more often than every few months right
1: you know what i wonder what i wonder if it's so so first of all any any like singer stuff that we can have going on can have can can go on i don't care about that Mm -hmm. with the fused specifically who are john singer souls infused or entirely replaced by odium's investiture i wonder if there is a component of because they are made of odium that helps them hold void light because it's odium stuff Oh, yeah, it's okay. like
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe there's like a essentially a, like a gravity uh to it, right? And oh, so, so it doesn't like leak uh,
0: out. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Spiritual gravity. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> spiritual <laughs> investiture that. gravity. Mm, yeah, great. I mean, to be fair, I do kind of like that idea.
3: Yeah. Just the saying "spiritual investiture gravity" is yeah, 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 yeah. Really yeah sure. Great. Just
0: add spiritual to <laughs> but, the front of it. But yeah. the yeah. I like, <laughs> the, like the, the concept. Up. Yeah. yeah. Very Nice Name 16 asks, Frost seems particularly worried about Hoyd getting the Lloracium. Is this because he knows something about Allomancy that it would be dangerous for Hoyd specifically to have? Or because he's worried about Lloracium Allomancy in general, or something else? Brandon, he's worried about... It's a combination of both. He's worried about what his old friend is capable of doing, because his old friend... Well, kill God once, and you know, people start to get worried. Or or be involved in the assassination of God. One time, and that reputation sticks with you for a while. But also, he is worried about a bunch of different things. I'll just say that. You mentioned two of them that are pretty good worries. He has others as well. I mean, I feel like there's a possibility that we see how la- uh how Alamancy and Farrakemi interact with compounding that like maybe if go listen to the last episode where we talked about Hoyd collecting the the magics, maybe there could be other dramatic effects like compounding with other things potentially. And with other magics. And like if you have Vlorasium Alamancy, I bet that compounding's real nice. But doesn't have to look exactly like compounding though, but
1: Maybe not even like compounding an alamancy. Maybe Frost could have been worried about an interaction with Lerasium itself. Not Hoyt burning Lerasium, but Lerasium itself and some other magic systems.
0: Mm. Sure. It's so crazy to remember that it's like, oh yeah, Hoyt is a Lerasium al- uh, Mistborn, which is very powerful. Jeez. Yep. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oof. On that note... Perfect segue. Has nothing to do with anything we've talked about. <laughs> Literally nothing, our, but it's our, a very good question. <laughs> our our last wob for the day uh, is going to come from Striker Easy, um, who asks, Why didn't Odium take the investiture away from the fused that rebelled against him at the end of Rhythm of War? At the end of Ultringer? Hey, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Odium tells the fused that question him. That he could take, quote, that which gave you life or gave them
0: life. Uh, I think the line is gave, which gives you everlasting life. I think it is. To Tarash.
1: Uh, Yeah, I remember it's Tarash. I don't remember the exact line. But the point is the same. Yeah. Uh, So why didn't he do that to Leshwi and the others? And uh, Brandon's answer is an incredibly fascinating one that I love. Yes. And it goes like so. This is actually an excellent question. Odium, in his previous incarnation, we'll see how he acts now. Part of the driving force of Odium is the kind of belief, mistaken or otherwise, that Odium represents all emotion and strength of emotion and basically the passions in lore. Rebelling against him in the way that they did is actually in line with Odium's personal directives. The vessel may not like it. In fact, the power may not like it. But at the same time, there is part of both that acknowledges that uh, this is what they said in motion. And this is an appropriate use of the agency of the agents they chose. And so, unilaterally destroying those who turn against him is actually not an odium thing. It's more of an other thing than it would be an odium thing. Uh, is just not in line with how Odium acts or thinks even though it's possible and there's threats and <sighs> that's not saying Odium wouldn't do it but acting like honor is not something Odium would necessarily want to do
0: fascinating absolutely it's... fascinating I-, I can totally believe that honor is the type of thing that's like you break an oath like I don't know I I easily could bring the judgment upon you, which I suppose is interesting that... uh, He didn't do anything to the Heralds, but I I suppose the Heralds were still useful, even if they occasionally broke the Oath Pact, right?
1: It's also tricky with them, because they have, like, a mutual oath, I guess, in, in the Oath Pact.
0: Yeah. But I totally buy that with Honor, but... It's just it's just interesting that like Odium could, but he's like ah, I wouldn't usually do that for the most part. And like, which situation would you like? Maybe it's just a nice threat that he uses when needed. Yeah. But he's like, I'm I'm not actually gonna pull that through.
1: It also reminds me of Janat's interlude chapter from Rhythm of War, um, where um, oh yeah, she and Odium are playing a game, right? Yeah, uh, of, of hiding information. And uh, she's asking him. She, she's questioning. Him and she goes, "You question? Do not question." But the power but likes she the senses, question. She senses that the power likes it, right? Yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Odium is, odium is really interesting in that not only is the the shard itself kind of varied and contradicting in some ways, but also the vessel, or at least the rays, was. A, a third axis on on that equation
0: like on, race on the, wants right. absolute obedience i feel like in oh, yeah. not to be questioned but yeah. like the shard yeah. yeah yeah
3: yeah doesn't mind yeah i'm very curious to see what taravangin is gonna be like in this regard because yeah. he's a very different personality to what we got from
2: race i was talking to eric about this i think after this stream yeah. about um how like Raze had this idea that he was, like, Passion, right, instead of Odium. And, like, there's that really old, fun shard cast where it's, like, Passion versus Odium. which Put it up in up here. Um, and the way that it's set up, it very much comes across to me, like, Raze was really Odium instead of Passion. But Taravangian is probably going to go down the Passion part instead.
0: Hmm. I believe you also said that this didn't quite make sense to you as either. This rationalization. Yeah, it
2: still doesn't quite make sense to me. But <laughs> I'm just accepting it. I'm really tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we recorded these one after another. We've we'll been doing so. this for six hours. That's true. Yep. It, it is very interesting and complicated. Because, uh, like, Race believed that he was all emotion. Right? But, like, clearly he still wants to be obeyed which is sort of antithetical mm. to that right and so that that's sort of the interesting dichotomy which is which is maybe why uh like in jana's interlude there's like mm, i don't know there's some like vessel uh shard mismatch here that like something's not quite right with uh you which yeah. really we never really got explained because race just got stabbed that's like oh okay <laughs> uh
1: we got a little bit of it in that like when bit. when dalinar and Raze were working towards a deal um Reyes was like the the power compels me to 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 make this although this was more in the context of like a promise being made yeah not yeah in the, yeah not in the intent of the power
0: yeah so this is This is just interesting. I I wonder what situation uh, Odium would uh, like actually take back uh, the fuse. So uh, I I would start with saying Tervangian probably wouldn't immediately like destroy Leshwi or these fused, especially given that he sort of wants to keep things on the down low that the vessel changed, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's probably the primary reason. So if like you don't want to make, Big sweeping changes in policy, right? In <laughs> Shard policy. Uh it's also
1: incredibly like We we have no idea what Teravengian's like plan with Rashar is yeah. going to be. Like, yes, he wants to <sighs> yeah. save them all. Uh, what does that mean?
0: Uh, That's why whatever so that scary. means, right? It's why it's so <laughs>
1: scary, exactly. He was he was a human until like the other day.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, very cool question. I, I I really like this. Anything getting into core intent of shards, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it always is. Yeah. But, you know, get someone who really believes in promises and break the promises. They will never speak to you again. So, hey, there you go. Uh, makes sense. All right. Let's... That, that's all the wobs we got. We're finally done. Uh, but first we got to go on to Who's that Cosmere character?
3: This character is from Roshar.
0: Menace.
6: Yeah. Tom. Braves.
0: Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's that Cosmere character? Call. Ta- you know how the game is played. You send in five clues and a character to WTCC at 17 We read each clue aloud. And after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Uh, this first one is sent in by Eddie J. Uh, and clue one is this character uses false identities regularly. Shy. It's not shy. Hoid. It's not Hoid. Shallan. It's not shallan. Clue two, this character is skilled at mimicking accents. Wayne. Wayne. It's not Wayne. What'd you say, Jess? I also said Wayne. Ah, okay.
1: <laughs> it was
0: a bait. Yeah. Kelsier. It is not Kelsier. Uh Clue three. This character has an alias.
1: Oh, come on. If he has different identities, then he's going to have an alias or they're going to have an alias.
0: Mmm, that's fair. That's fair. Let's say this character has a title. How about that? Okay. Oh, well, like, like, like the, the, this alias is in reference to a specific identity. So sure. sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say.
3: Milan, but that doesn't work anymore.
0: No, <laughs> no. I still want to know what Mraze is a title for. You know, what does that mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's so like
3: somebody already guessed Kelsier, so it's not going to be Car. Nope.
0: Nope. Nope. It is not.
1: Raise is like is like, Milady, but, M- raise. Uh,
0: bleeder. It's not bleeder. I like that though. Uh, That all fits that very well. Yattel? It's not Yatil. This character is seen on screen on Roshar.
4: Felt. It's not felt. It's not felt. It's not felt.
0: (laughs) I think it back. (laughs) Not too bad.
2: Can we have all the clues again, please?
0: Absolutely. This character uses false identities regularly. This character is skilled at mimicking accents. This character has an alias. This character is seen on screen on Roshar. And I almost said clue five, but then I didn't.
1: (laughs) And this character has one more clue.
0: (laughs) This character has one more clue. Capsule. It's not capsule. It doesn't fit
3: well, but I'm going to say Rastars.
0: It's not Rastars. Clue five. This character is an assassin of great renown. Oh. Lys. Death? It is Lys. And the title is that. The Weeper. Aww. The Weeper. Yeah. I, I admit I didn't remember the mimicking accents and things. Yeah, the Lys, the assassin Yasna hires to spy on Acedon and possible Herald. And they actually have an asterisk about the on-screen Roshar. They're like, regarding Clue wording, if she's a Herald, I didn't... Uh, as I believe, she may be from Ashen, so I didn't want to commit to this character's commercial <laughs> which I nice, find very nice. amusing. I, I do <laughs> think this person is a herald.
3: Um, maybe Videl. <sighs> yeah, because. Maybe Vidal. Sure, why not? The theory maybe. used to be that she was Chana, but not oh, anymore. Yeah. No,
0: no, no. Everyone's Chana.
3: Alright, this
0: next one is from uh, Goof Custom? Yeah. Forum Lurker, uh, they say. Clue one. This character is an incredibly skilled fighter. Freython. It's not Freython. Denth. It's not Denth.
1: Shizan.
0: Nope, it's not Shy. I like how after the last one, everyone's like, Shy, <laughs> I'm not going to miss Shy <laughs> <die> again. <laughs>
1: Specifically, Shazan. Shaz a garbage fighter.
0: Mm. A clue two: This character is known to be up to their eyeballs in alcohol.
2: <laughs> oh, downer, it's not downer. Oh, it's a good guess though. Yesrian, it's not Yesrian. That's another very good guess.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great one. Up to their eyeballs. I find that crazy particularly interesting.
1: Maybe it's a. Uh... It's an ancient master of martial arts who was drowned in Mm, a wine barrel. Maybe.
3: Up to the eyeballs part makes me say Milan. (laughs) It's not Milan. (laughs) Clue
0: three. This character is involved in a sexual relationship with another character. What?
1: It's true fact. Alcohol fighter sex. (laughs) Are you stop <laughs> the Alnar? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: Wayne. It's not Wayne.
1: My my guess was going to be Eric from White Sand. No, nope. but that doesn't like he doesn't.
4: Yeah. He
1: doesn't do the sex.
4: <laughs> Great phrasing <laughs> there.
1: I i words do good.
4: Yeah. Oh,
3: I think I know what it is.
1: Okay.
3: Again, going on a thing it's Quite clever, clever wording. It if it's it once. Is.
4: Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because it only happened once. But Shalon? <laughs> no, it's not Shalon. Because she's not an incredibly skilled fighter, but well, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She got yeah. super drunk once. Does she though? Yeah. If once. Kenny, did
0: you guess?
1: No, I'm struggling with this one. Okay. I don't know. I was having some. Vasher.
2: It's not Vasher. Clue four. Can I make a guess before the clue? Sure. And, like, is it yeah. Claude? It is Claude. Nice. <laughs> nice. Up to his eyeballs in alcohol. Hicker alcohol. That's really, like, that was clever. And,
0: fun, horrifying fact yes, Claude is in a relationship with Jules, even as a lifeless. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The other clues um, were uh this character was heavily invested. Still at least some invested. Uh and clue five, this character has died at least twice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. <true>. I I <laughs> like I like the submission a lot. That's good.
0: I, I really Did like that too. Doing? That was good. good job. That was very good. Uh so lastly we got our uh, who's that cosmic character? Priority queue. If you are a herald on Patreon, you can uh submit priority clue things where we will get to you in less than a year for sure. So yay! Uh, this first uh, not this first one. Uh, this one is sent by uh S J Sharks ninety three. And clue one: this character is dead.
1: I feel inspired by Warbreaker.
0: Okay. So many return to pick.
1: So many return to pick. And I will pick Shashara.
0: It is not Shashara. Tien. It's not Tien. Rip. I'm gonna
3: go with Dedan. Well, Dedan? No. <laughs> um, testament. It's not Testament. That I...
0: Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'd say he's that dead. dead. That's fine. That's sufficient.
3: But I think it counts.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I'd say so. Uh, clue two. This character is a
3: singer. Oh, what is his name? I forget. Confused. <gasps> All of the them, but, uh, Venli's friend who died in um the Battle of Narok, isn't it?
0: Like because of the lightning.
4: It is no. not them.
1: Demid.
0: It is not Demid. Eshenai? It is not Eshenai. Glu3, this character is male.
2: I'm waiting for the is a singer to be like a vocal singer. Yeah, so
1: (laughs) that's immediately where my brain went to. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I couldn't think of anyone.
1: It took me full fifteen seconds to go oh, maybe not like <laughs> a performer. Maybe the race. <laughs> um
4: Sa. So. It's not Sa. So. Finley's
3: initial nice father.
0: Nope. We, we don't, don't know that he's his dead. Name. That's true. We don't know that he's dead.
3: Uh, I pass.
0: Okay. Uh, clue four. This character died on a bridge run. Oh um
1: uh I see you person who submitted the question um Dunny
0: It is Dunny
2: uh Clue 5 was, he was a was a ca- singer Awesome here Yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah. Dunny sings Had a beautiful voice Yeah the extra is Dunny sings well while in the calendar uh, in in the calendar Jesus <laughs> in the calendar <laughs> In the caverns. I'm very tired too. Uh, and is said to be more confident singing than speaking. And clue five was this character was one of Kaladin's first friends on Bridge Four. Nice. Nice. I, I'm I am surprised that you guys went immediately to it's like, oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, like we went in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean, once you get like bridge one, it's like oh, okay. Uh, Relane's not dead, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. He's
1: he's metaphorically in his transformation into war form.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. Well, you can find us on com for all your news discussion theories and fun that you could ever want. Uh you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh put your comments below what you think about Shards and Planets and how that interacts, cause uh, again, that seems really complicated uh and uh you can leave a comment below Uh, if you want to give us money you can have it highlighted and so everyone knows you gave us money it's true you can do that it's called a super thanks.
1: highly highly sought after uh Perk. yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. uh and you people can also just su-
1: lining up to give us money
0: yes solidly like two people uh and you know you can also support us than. on patreon for as little as a dollar no 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 you did a super chat of oh different.
1: yeah okay That's the chat different. is different thanks, than the super thanks fans. for difference
0: yeah yeah okay yeah anyway bye Bye. By,
1: by way of farewell, I would like to direct your attention to the background behind Veronica. <laughs> Go back to the previous episode <laughs> and see how that started.
0: Bye. Cough.